This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We got a full studio. We got the Greg Wilson, hey. as well as Tyler Bowe. What's up, guys? <laughs> Bubba Jenkins, or as uh, Hanato says, Bubba Jenks should be here pretty soon. We got a great show. We have Roxanne Modifari, the happy warrior, one of my favorite people ever. And my uh, my high school crush, Rowdy Beck <laughs> Rawlings is on the show. It's uh, it's going to be a great show. Live, bro. I, I would love it. Uh, I want to thank our... Sponsors, Decipher. It's a lifestyle firm designed to help you reach your full potential through personal coaching. People, everyone needs a personal coach. Everyone can benefit from an outside perspective, and Decipher brings that to you. They will show you how to attain happiness, reach your dreams, define success, and help you achieve the life you've always wanted. So call them at 1-888-731-COACH. That's 1-888-731-2622. And fighters, when I said everybody needs a personal coach, I meant everybody. The Cypress have helped fighters learn how to pull the trigger in fights, how to deal with octagon jitters, and they've even helped fighters set themselves up for success after fighting. And for fighters that manage themselves, Decipher can help you in contract negotiations and contract review. In addition to all that, they have some exciting news. Decipher is releasing a new line of audiobooks to help you achieve success and decipher the life you've always wanted for yourself. This week, they'll be releasing their first audiobook, Decipher Life. And you'll be available to get it on iTunes, Audible, and Amazon. That's Decipher Life. D-I hyphen Cypher Life. Authored by Daniel Martinez, who went from an eighth grade education to getting his GED to being a military veteran and eventually graduating from the University of Tennessee College of Law. I love this dude. So if your New Year's resolution is to get your shit together, then you need to get this book right now. This audio book. People don't miss out. Go get the book at di-cipherlife. And now, after you get the audiobook, if you want further help, book Decipher long-term and use the code ROASTED for 10% off all services. Again, go to decipher.com and use the code ROASTED today. Also, I want to thank Tip of Fighter. Listen, fighters are so underpaid, it is not even funny, okay? We can do something about that. According, because thanks to Bubba Jenkins and Tip of Fighter, we can now tip the fighters. Show them your appreciation. They fight every single week. These guys work their asses off, guys and women, and it's time for us to let these fighters know how much we care. Fighters, there's no reason you shouldn't be with Tip a Fighter. You're in the octagon anyway. You're in the cage anyway. You're fighting anyway. Why not get paid more? Personally, as a comic, I love getting tipped. I love it. People come up to me, they'll go, hey, man, here's the extra this, that extra is that. That is always nice. When someone gives you extra cash, they're like, man, that was incredible, and they just give you money. Ugh. That's like better than buying the T-shirt. It really is. It really is. And it happens to me and all the time. it's usually more. Yeah, trust me. So uh, fighters, get with Tip a Fighter and make your life easier. Especially for guys like me and Tyler who can't bang the girls. That usually is your ancillary profit. <laughs> you have two ancillary profits when you do comedy. One's free booze and the other's free pussy. Yes. And and for guys like Tyler and I that can't enjoy the free pussy, no more. And Tyler, you don't even drink, do you? I, I drink. You do? Okay. Yeah. Yes. I drink. If they have a nice cider, 
behind the bar. It's true. So, but, but for you, you know, so the cash is always nice. All right. Thank you. Uh, next person we have to thank, American Icon <laughs> Autographs. The best, we can't have been uh, promo commentary. The, the best celebrity sports memorabilia at events. They have signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, and everything else in between. Their past signings have included Mike Tyson, Cheech and Chong, Dan Henderson, Hulk Hogan, Fedor, Sakuraba, Rampage, Big Nog, Hoist Gracie, Marlies Conan, and more. Check out their website and find out who's signing next. Go to their events, meet the celebrities, and build your man cave. A-I-A-S-E dot com. So, everybody, I hope everybody's doing good. Uh, I actually had a... I actually... So, I'll tell you about my week. I'll go first. Um, so, after that whole rant and that podcast, you yeah. know, which, by the way, I want to thank everybody for all the kind words. I didn't even know we had this many listeners, but my entire uh, <laughs> inbox, uh, the people on the underground, thank you, uh, people on Facebook, thank you guys so much for all the kind words about how much you enjoy the show, telling me to hang in there, telling me that you guys like Greg, uh, telling me uh, you love Tyler. Uh, Although the funniest, Ty, uh, you couldn't wait. I, I see Adam at one of the comedy clubs, and he couldn't wait. To show me this oh, comment, the, the people on the underground, <laughs> the people on the underground. There was a there was a thread started after my rant last week, yeah. And the thread said Adam goes full retard, full retard. on MMA roasted, <laughs> uh, and so this whole thread said so. Uh, Connor rested his uh, balls on my head. Wrote well, OJ He spoke the truth. If you don't like it, don't listen. People want eclipse, and then uh, other people said I liked uh, rather you know Bubba and Tyler and Greg as the coast are great, and then it just kept going on and on and on. Uh, uh, some people wrote really, really nice things. J-Man said it was fucking awesome. Thanks for the podcast, laughs, and tickets. No problem, dude. No problem. Uh, you're a great guy, and your wife is very hot. I don't know how, J-Man, you have a hot wife, but uh, but no problem. And it's then always it, weird when you mention that a guy has a really hot <laughs> wife. Because it, it doesn't sound like you're like, way to go, dude. It sounds like, dude, how did you do that? I Second know, you're out I'm of bust- the room, I'm banging your wife. <laughs> that's what it sounds like no, you're saying. No, that's not how I mean it, fucked hard. That's okay, how it comes what off. Well, well, what I'm saying is he has a hot wife. And I'd happen to like the guy. He's very supportive. And if he, you wanted to have a threesome, you'd be down. I would not have a threesome with him and his wife. <laughs> not even close. Okay. It's what it feels like. Though. That's only when people say it to you. All right. So anyway, <laughs> nobody says that. To me. <laughs> also, Naderhood. Uh, I love Naderhood. But somebody actually wrote. I forgot. Uh, somebody wrote one of the funniest things about Greg. Uh, which I, <laughs> I, um, I, a lot of people Sorry said. The laugh, a lot of people is, said Greg is very funny. loud. A lot of people said Greg is very loud. Um, not loud. Yep. Yes, uh, a lot of loud. I, I've been getting that my whole life. I'm impervious to that comment. Also, yeah. Greg interrupts people. Uh, yes, I agree. Um, <laughs> a lot of people wrote some really funny ones. Uh, people said uh, people had mixed feelings about uh, Marina. Uh, Justin Wren, the Viking, he liked it. Justin, thank you for all you do. Um, and somebody, what did he say about Greg? I'm trying to find that. I couldn't find it last time either. It, it's cool to see all this response, though, because sometimes you put the stuff out there and you go, like, who, you know, you don't know who's listening. Right. Oh, you see your numbers. It. You don't know. You yeah. don't get the res- I, And I guess people feel like if you see numbers that you're like, that you know that people like it. Yeah. But it's nice to actually hear from them. And sometimes it takes an emotional breakdown for people to really come <laughs> yeah. out and show you their support. Yeah. It wasn't an emotional breakdown. Okay. It, but it wasn't an emotional breakdown. I was just, outpouring? It was, uh, it was, uh, Greg Wilson, Alton mild humor but his timing is terrible most times uh, <laughs> he doesn't understand the fight game at all look I'm sure he's a great comic but he's a terrible co-host that, that wasn't the one I was laughing about uh, but uh, <laughs> Adam that was is, just one of the ones ripping on me Adam does a solid listen, job mad respect for continuing to be different on all the MMA roasted podcasts all the MMA podcasts thanks I like Adam a lot um 
50-50 Greg as he is funny, but the constant outbursts and jokes are as weird contrast to Adam being way more clever. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Also, when Adam <laughs> and Tyler, it's two funny guys in MMA. As far as the coast fighters are gone, no biggie. I like Bubba quite a lot. Uh, somebody said... Um, some people people had some good ones. Ninety uh, percent of you, uh, some someone well, you said, know, for being a real fighter, Bubba has a lot of personality. Oh, he's great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times these fighters aren't aren't great talkers. This is true. You know, and it, it could have something to do with being punched and kicked in the head. It could. It could. Uh, so uh, I don't want to fault him. You know, that. I mean, maybe you know, personality isn't their thing. Yeah. You know, but oh. Bubba. Bubba has it. Someone said, take your meds. Uh, someone said, I've always enjoyed the show, even though Greg Wilson makes my ears bleed, brags about Coke excessively, and makes weird pedophile jokes. I still tune in. <laughs> <laughs> Talks about Coke excessively and makes weird pedophile jokes. I still tune in. <laughs> that was like yeah, the, one I of the... I still tune in, actually. That I was one of the... Anyway, thank you guys for all your support. Uh, we will continue doing this show as long as Sideshow will have us. Uh, and uh, thank you, Sideshow, for having us. Yeah. Yes, uh, we're going to start doing live shows and hopefully videos coming in 2020. So um, <laughs> now, as far as my week. So after that rant, I, I had a show at a pizza parlor in uh, Hermosa Beach. That'll build you back up. Yes. Yeah. Now, these guys at Hermosa, they've been they when I first came to L.A., they, gave, they, they always gave me spot. But don't. So yeah. They always hook me up with spots. The guy Ryan does my website. Nice guys. So I'm like, I'll do it. I'll do it. Fine. So you do it as a favor. As a favor. At the same time, it's like, you know, whatever. I'll try some new jokes out. I got some new stuff I'm working on. So I go there. There and there's like nine people in the crowd. So I get on stage and the three the, the three girls leave to take a smoke break. It's always yeah. great when girls take smoke breaks. Right. Like, I, I'd, I'd rather kill myself than hear this act. Is what they're saying. Right. They're, and they, they don't even give you the benefit of like the first few seconds. No. Of like listening. Like giving you a chance. No, they were they were laughing out loud. I'm like, oh, at least I got three hot chicks. And then and then they took a smoke break. So <laughs> I'm on stage and. The the parking meter when I parked my car had a bag over it, like meter broken, right, right in yeah. front. So I parked there, oh, and there's boy. a window outside. So as I'm ten minutes in, I look outside, You're and there's a, a I'm getting a ticket by the cop. <laughs> so I take the mic and I run outside, and I'm arguing with the cop during the show. Oh, so, that's now, great. so now everyone's laughing, and I'm like, "Sir, there's." a bag on the meter. And he goes, well, you're at a taxi sign. Uh, like, and he points to that says taxis parked only. I go, so the bag was for the taxis. Uh, so I took a pic. I, I'm arguing. He's like, well, go to court and uh, fight it there. I'm like for $48. That's how much the thing was. Yeah. So now I, I'm like, like after that huge rant, and now I'm getting, I do the thing as a favor and I'm getting and a it's fucking, costing you 48, that, yeah, that it's costing gig, me 48 bucks. That gig just cost you gas money so, plus 48 bucks. No I, good deed goes unpunished. So man. I go back inside and I'm like, man, that's the kind of guy that got no pussy in high school, uh, no pussy growing up. He became a cop because he's a bully and now he just wants to get people parking tickets and, and, and ruin my life. I'm going to go home and beat my kid. I'm like, I don't even have a kid and I'm going to fucking be, <laughs> and the, now everyone's dying laughing and I, I do like at least 10 minutes about how much I, I hate that guy yeah. and how bad his life must have been where it's now like almost Christmas and he has to drive around giving people but uh, I can't believe that the plastic bag wasn't a legal defense I, well, I'm, I, I could fight it but by the time I don't have to go to court now to fight it yeah, really so they know you don't want to come back it's easier just to, and you have to pay it and then fight it and hope to get a refund yeah. oh, so then I'm like so now I'm like 
just in a, I, now to me, I had like a bad set. Like, even though that, I, I, then I, I, I couldn't follow that. The rant was doing so well. <laughs> I couldn't go back to my couldn't jokes. Shift in material. Yeah. No, I couldn't go back to my no, material. You, it was, you were too hot. And it was so real, yeah. you know? So, and plus, I, I, then I started going off on how I had to pay for my own pizza. It used to be free pizza. You they, had to they, pay for they, they charged me $6. And it was one of those things where the bartender goes $6. And I could have went to the, uh, the booker and said, hey, don't we get free pizza? Yeah. But now I look like an asshole for she was kind of cute. I'm like now arguing over a slice of pizza. Like I'm really like I don't have six dollars. So I would have fought over the pizza. Uh, <laughs> that's why you got banned from clubs before because uh, because I'm fighting <laughs> over pizza. Yeah, I have actually. Yeah, that one club. Yeah. yeah so I'm like the food and drinks. So I'm like fuck it. I'm like I'll just pay. So then I start going off on the pe- the fact that I paid for my own pizza during the rant, and then I go. The, they go people on the flyer didn't even show up to this fucking show there were maybe people on the flyer than in the audience it was one of those things where like I, I, I just went off on everybody and I couldn't follow it but uh, so then I, I'm talking to the guy Ryan who books it afterwards I'm like oh, sorry Ryan I usually you know he's like hey man I think you need mushrooms that was his that was what he That's told the me solution. yeah take mushrooms he goes you ever try I'm mushrooms I agree with him <laughs> yeah, no no, I've never. Mushrooms are gr- they're a good time. I've never done mushrooms. And, well, the key uh, is to not do too much. Yes, that's the key. How often or, do you do mushrooms? Or any? No, you should do some. <laughs> I've never smoked weed before. Yeah, and look at him. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Come on, your life's a wreck. You got two kids. You're miserable. Please. <laughs> My life's a wreck. I'm on time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything you do is right, which is wrong. Okay. You guys are pretty opposite, opposite. but uh, so you yeah. said mushroom. So that was that. that then I had a uh, Friday night. I had this gig in Sacramento, and it was a Christmas party. And last time they they gave me such a huge tip. Like when I say huge tip, I mean like ridiculous. Like three times what I was getting paid. So the guy goes like, "Hey, you know, um, if you do a good job, I'll I'll hook you up again with a nice generous tip." Which is always the pressure to me. That's like, yeah. oh man, it's kind of like. Uh, like at NACA's at the college conventions, yeah. where if you do well, you book thirty colleges. And if, if you, you don't, if you don't, you yeah, end up lost. Yeah, a you couple just lost a thousand dollars. You lost at least a thousand dollars. But so I went in there and I'm like, I was, I just did so much crowd work, so much this, so much that. Got the tip. Was super happy. Everybody, I was just, it was great. But then I had to drive back from Sacramento, six hour drive, and it was raining out. Ugh. So that, and I had Eric Allegria drive. And Eric, I don't know if you guys don't know Eric Allegria. He's a comedian who has literally a jar of liquid weed on him, yeah. uh, which he was drinking on the way over there. I mean, he was. <laughs> this guy like a, is like so, a weed smoothie. Yeah, it's like a weed. He he has weed smoothies. He has just a, a jar of weed. I mean, just so. <laughs> Anyway, so he he like he he wasn't driving stone, but he was driving on the way home, and he he got lost a couple times. So then I, <laughs> but he wasn't driving stone. No, no, no. So he just got lost for no reason. So then I get back, and and then a couple of times, and Chris Spencer's like, "Hey, I got this uh, this gig for you. It's at a uh, Christmas party at a golf course." I'm like, "All right, all right, cool. I'll do it." You know, but it's in all the way in Camarillo. So I got to drive from Sacramento to L.A. back, back to, Cam- to Camarillo. back to Camarillo that night, which is two hours the opposite way. And of course, like I drop Aaron. And Eric off. I'm like, guys, I don't have time to pay you guys. I'll pay you guys later tonight. That's why I was at the haha when I saw you. Uh, just, so I'm like 20 minutes to my thing, and all of a sudden I get a phone call from Aaron. Hey, I left my keys in your car, so I had to drive back. You know, drive. then so I was like 20 minutes late to this gig, which which yeah. would have been the the time that I drove back to get his keys. I get to the gig, right? It's a country club. There's a stage. There's no. Nobody even knows this is a comedy show. It's just 200 people eating food. They go, go up there, go up there. No, no, like no intro, no, no intro. Nothing. Just go no, grab the mic and just, start talking. Yeah, and there's and there's there's a band like a band's playing. There's yeah. all kinds of instruments and stuff on stage, and there's a raffle 
So there's like flat screens on the stage that they're raffling off and like four big wheels, all kinds of like toys, presents. So I'm on stage and, and, and like the fucking Willy Wonka chocolate factory, you know, thing. <laughs> and I'm up there. No one's listening. Uh, and the guy goes, you have to be clean. 20 minutes clean, right? It's so, only 20 minutes. Yeah, so I go up there. Everybody can do 20 minutes. It's clean. such a shitty fucking thing that I didn't even care that no one was. I was like, so luckily tables started listening. Like, yeah. I just started getting. That's t- what you do. You win them one table at a time. Which is yeah. what I did. One table at a time. Finally, 10 minutes in. You got, I got it. it. But it was a fucking battle. It, yeah. What a battle. So that Listen, was my. The, the, every holiday season means Christmas party shows. Yeah. And you always know. You're walking into a death. You know, it's a trap. Like <laughs> it's never an ideal situation. The, the, what you're expecting is uh, how bad is it going to be? Well, yeah. sometimes they're great. So right, it's like well, that's the thing. But you never know no. what you're walking into. Uh, my always thing is like, please just have a stage, a stage and a mic. Yeah, if you're going to leave, because they never have the good lighting. Like, no. they never understand how important lighting is to a show, to have it lit up in your face so they can see your face. Never. You just hope the lights are on enough for them to see your face. Or mm. for them to tell people that there's going to be a show. Yeah. yeah. And if they're eating, that's always like... Oh, eating. And then while I'm on stage, the raffle's on stage. People are coming up to place their raffle tickets while I'm telling jokes. <laughs> nice. Well, I Did start, you start pitching in? Of like, course. I'll take that for you. Yeah, you I'm go, like, he's you know. cheating. He's cheating. Yeah. Look at him. I was, of course, giving everybody a hard time. So that was that. And then I went on a date that night, right? So I had this date Saturday night. I get home after I see you. This girl looks pretty good on uh, on Bumble, right? Mm-hmm. So I show Wait, up. What's Bumble? This Bumble is the new, new one. Where the girls have to come to you. They have 24 hours after you swipe to come up to you. So that, that Otherwise, you get unmatched. Uh, or you, but you could extend it for by one day. So basically, it's girls who are serious. So that so way, we've, we've gone from Tinder where it's proximity yeah. to Bumble where it's a time crunch. It's, it's still proximity, but it's also a time crunch. It's like you want to fuck now. So yeah. I should. So this girl looks pretty. I feel like there should be one just called now. <laughs> I think, really? this should, I think this should be cool and called This Is Why You're Single. And uh, <laughs> and you show up and I'm there and I tell everyone why they're fucking single. Me included. Um, so what happened was, so this girl, I show up, right, to this girl. She wants to meet at a bar. Pretty cute, pretty attractive girl. She's sitting there with three guys at the bar. Like uh, already three, like two black dudes and, and another guy, right? So this looks you just cool. walked into an eliminate situation. So, I'm like, what? I'm like, all right, this is a little strange. She had all the guys she said yes to show up to one location. <laughs> so I, I show up and I go, hi. She goes, hey, everyone, this is my Bumble date. This is my Bumble date. Uh, I'm just like, I almost just turned around and said, like, what, 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 what did I just get? My-? So she tells everyone and they all walk away and they're all judging me. I felt like I, I, I was really embarrassed. I, yeah. I don't really get embarrassed that easily, but I was like, Man, this is fucking embarrassing. So then I started talking to her, and uh, and she's cute, but she tells me she used to be on uh, Survivor, right? I'm not going to say who it was. Ooh, big credits. But she was like, I was the villain in Survivor. She's like, if you Google me. And, like, and then she starts going in about how... Uh, I was like, oh, who are you who are you voting for? You know? And like that not like right away, but like within 15 minutes. She goes, oh, I don't care about the poor. Like, And then I told her I have a... I have a cat and I have two cats and a dog. She's like, why? I, I I hate animals. It was just one thing after another. She's of, a good person. Of like, uh, and then she said she loved Brandon Schaub. So that even that <laughs> was. Oh, dude. <laughs> you just, when Sorry you said Bumble, I was like, where do I know that from? I just watched the old school Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer movie. That's what they call the Yeti, like the abominable snowman in it's that movie. Bumble? Yes. All right, so Greg, so I'll tell you what happened. So then, uh, 
<laughs> Thanks, Tyler. See? <laughs> okay, little fun fact. I don't know why you'd want to meet a chick. Get a little that's... sin in your life, son. Jesus Christ, you that. fucking Boy Scout. Those uh, movies are classic. I'm and, sorry. Uh, I was watching I remember I heard that. I'm just saying, why you want to meet a girl on an app that's named after a Yeti? The app is pretty good. I'm telling you, the app of the girls are way high. I think what they set you up. Because I think there's all of a sudden, like the first 10 girls are fucking supermodels. It's like 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. And then you'll see like a, a five and you, and you swipe right because you're so used to swipe right on the tens. And then the five is when you match up with. So it's I'm like I, the I, Columbia House CD deal. You get 10 <laughs> and, then they, and then they stick you with a bunch of junk. <laughs> Pretty much, and then, but the problem is, it's exa- reaching all the way back in the reference book for that one. Let that's that's exactly it. But the tens don't swipe with you. The, the the five does. This is your second reference from not the, from the seventies. Yeah. Right <laughs> so then it was like it was one of those things where. So then I was. She tells me she's like, yeah. Now I uh, work for um, what's it called? Uh, in vitro. You know when they. The babies. Yeah, yeah in vitro yeah. fertilization. So uh, so I was like, oh, is that one? Blah blah blah. She goes, nice try, sweetie. Like it was right away. She was. I, I just honestly just left. Like at ten minutes into it, I was like, fifteen minutes. I had like a, t- a sip of a beer. I bought her a, a whiskey, and I was like, all right, well, I gotta run. I, I gotta. I had to go see Eric Allegri to pay him his money. Cause so I was like, I'll see you later. And that was. Uh, I was just like, damn, dude, this that was a quick. Like, you know, sounded like a real bumble. <laughs> it was a real bumble, man. She told me I did get her pretty good though. She goes, uh, she said. I go, who do people tell you that you look like? And she said some supermodel, right? And I was like, uh, and she takes posts a picture of her next to the girl. And I was like, I don't see it. (laughs) (laughs) I got it pretty good. Good, yeah, fuck her. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so that was my day. How was your weekend, Greg? It was fine. I did one of those, uh, I did a holiday party as well for the California Highway Patrol. No way. Which, of course, all I'm thinking is, if I do great, I can get away with some shit. Like, all I'm thinking is, I want to, if I ever get pulled over, I hope it's one of these guys. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, you were great at all. <laughs> you can go. No more drinking and driving. What are they like, like, great show. You can just come into the evidence room and take whatever you want. Whatever you want. Yeah, give me, <laughs> exactly. Just give me five minutes. <laughs> just like, you know, like that old shopping show. So how to go. So it went great. I mean, but that was the, I was working with the Smash Brothers, Corey and Chad, mm-hmm. and they were the ones that originally uh, booked the gig. And they they were very concerned because I guess they'd hired another comedian for one of their other parties who dropped the N-word three times in the first minute. Black guy? Uh, no, a girl, an Asian girl. Oh, and so they went up and just took the mic from her. No way. So now they were, yeah, and they were like, you can go. And they just dismissed her. So now they were like, we love comedy, but we, come on, guys. Why don't you do 50-50 clean, dirty? And they hired the Smash Brothers. Uh, and the Smash Brothers hired me. Now, I could do clean, yeah. but I, I don't know if they do. Um, but they actually, they, they had a great, but they were like, Greg, you know, we really, I'm like, listen, I've done cops before. In New York, I did a, a group of New Jersey detectives. Yeah. And I'm like, you just got to go right after them. You got to have a good time with them. You got to mess with them a little bit. That's the only thing they respect. And so that's what I did. I got up there. I started calling this one older guy, the Colonel, because I all I did was look at him. I swear to God, I was getting some laughs and I just look at him laughing and he and his face went stone and he just flipped me off. No way. Yeah, like, like, fuck you, kid. Uh. And I was like, easy, Colonel, easy. And so he was the Colonel the rest of the night. And after that, everyone was like, we're calling him the Colonel forever. Um, <laughs> and so, but he ended up being a lot of fun. And of course, 
I went after him, made fun of him a little bit. Not too much. Did a lot of great jokes. Opened it up. We I, we ended up rocking the shit out of them. They were a great crowd. Great. And they were super happy. No big tip. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but you know, it was a pretty well-paid gig to begin with, considering we only did like 20 minutes apiece. So it was a lot of fun. And then from there, I went over to the haha where I'm supposed to host. And then Terry's like, no, uh, Greg, I, I, I forgot I have a host, but you can still do a spot. I'm like, great. I wanted to go home early. She goes... Oh no, you're not going home. You're, you're closing. You're closing. Yeah. It's like I only get two options: hosting and closing. How'd it go? That's it. It went great. And Tyler, what's up with you? Uh, Friday night, I did a, a show at the Haha. Ha. It was it was a great crowd. I had a, like a little bit of awkward moment. I was doing a show with a buddy who was hosting. I don't want to say who, but we started drinking before the show, and I'm standing at the bar talking to him. I'm trying to get paid from Terry from my last month's shows and stuff. Good luck with that. And uh, and uh, she was like told my friend she's like i don't want you to uh finish the show you've had too much to drink really and yeah it was super awkward because he's standing there looking at me wow, like wow and he's she's like, letting me finish show. He's like, <laughs> so he's obviously plastered uh, and he, he was hosting yeah and he's like he's like i'm good right and i'm like uh, you know when someone like brings you in and you're like hey dude like she's the owner like, oh, i know yeah. and she's the boss i'm yeah, like she, she makes the call it doesn't matter if you're if you're, you're you're drunk or you're not drunk or you're wasted or you're not wasted. It's her call. So anyway, I was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah, what do you want uh, from you? Like, yeah, I did my there set. There was someone recently that I'm sorry, finish. I, I uh, interrupt too much. Uh, so I did my set and I went home and it was all good. But uh, I didn't have anything Saturday night. I watched the fights. I had a buddy over for uh, dinner uh, just to catch up with. And my poor kid, man, he got like this flu bug, uh, and it was like so we'd all ate uh, dinner, and we're like, thank God we're like almost done with dinner. My kid, who's he's like two and a half, uh, he's like, I don't feel good, and then just <laughs> literally across the table, like the kind where you like all instantly stand up, <laughs> and my buddy. My poor buddy, dude. Like he, luckily, he's a substitute teacher, and yeah. he's around. So he's used to see. He's it, around man. kids all day. Yeah. He was like literally not phased. He's yeah. sitting there with his beer, and I'm like, it's also a kid. How old is your kid? Like two. He's two and a to half. Me, I mean, this two and is and a half. the fun part of parenting, though. Is he's just wild. You can't. You don't know what's coming. That's next like your Thursday kids. afternoon. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm the child. Yeah. If uh, yeah. <laughs> Greg was there, I'd be like, let me show you how it's how it's done, yeah. and then puked harder. Exactly. <laughs> so like, give me a couple shots and a line of coke. Let me show you how this is done. Yeah. Let me get some sweet strew for really even now. <laughs> I was totally embarrassed. I was like, dude, you can uh, you can go if you want. Like, he was going to hang out, and he's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm fine. So I, like, bleached everything. He stayed for, like, coffee and another beer, and we Was, it, was your wife there? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, 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 did, she, what, did she clean up? Uh, she was helping out. We had it with the baby, too, though. She's got the baby. super fine his wife is. Um, uh, his wife hates me. Uh, oh, that's not, that's <laughs> not true. That's not true. <laughs> his wife doesn't hate me, but I came to a party you at his got house. That vibe, you got his this. wife looked at me like, "This is the guy that Tyler. I'm, I'm taking Tyler from her. Right? But like, right. like, like he, he, Tyler could be home doing chores. Right. Doing right. instead, he's watching fights. Yeah. He's, you know, he's doing stuff. I got that a little she bit. Doesn't right? Hate you. It's just that when you came to my house, you're like, "What's up with all the fat chicks?" I didn't say and they that. Were pregnant. I, I come right. on. No, he did. Oh, he did. Oh, oh, she heard that. No. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't say fat chicks. He didn't. I did say Tyler goes. Tyler invited me to a party. He said he goes. Hey, hey, man, there'll be some single women there. There was no single women. It was all pregnant women. It was like fat Pregnant. He did. Adam, Adam. I love it. There's always a core reason. I do this too, though. I also step in it just like that. The wives hate me. They know I'm the friend that they go out with when the wife's out of town. Yeah, that's what they know that they're like. Also, I'm going to call Greg. I think Tyler has a dream of like making money in MMA, right? And he's like, look, Adam's kind of doing it, sort of. So I'm like, I'm like the success. He's trying to like, okay, cool. Me and Tyler are 
fighting together, blah, blah, blah. So the wife looks at him like every wife, like until right. you've made it, the, they think you should be doing something else. A, a lot of wives. And I feel like, am I right a little bit? Yeah, she probably is like, this is the guy you look up to? <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, yes. This, this filthy animal? No. No, yeah. but, but then women always say, how can Why you want these chicks fat? <laughs> he didn't say, he didn't it's say like, that. Like, he did, he did come to the party, look around, he had like one soda, and he's like, I gotta go to the, I gotta go. No, what happened was, I got invited to two parties that day. It was, it was the, it was a Magic Mike triple X porn parody party, with just every porn chick you've ever, like okay. every single one, yeah. every major porn chick was at this party, topless, and then I was gonna go to Tyler and write me to his party first. So I'm like, oh, I'll stop at Tyler's and then go to there. I walked in and I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I got a porn party to go to. <laughs> Get me out of here. I was like, thanks for the soda. Yeah. This reminds me of all the reasons I date porn stars. Come on. <laughs> uh, you, but dude, a lot of the women at that party were uh, uh, breastfeeding their kids later. So you, you <laughs> hey, probably. You on a real tit show. You could have seen some. I got to that party and I threw up like that baby did. <laughs> I was like, Tyler had to. Sorry, that's, that's Adam. Anyway, these are the single girls. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta go. There were no single. Well. There was not one single girl. It was all couples and me. Uh, there was not one single person. Well, could you see? And this is this demonstrates what a bad friend you are. He has to dangle free pussy for you to come to his party. He doesn't have to dangle him, but he was like, just because you're no. Friends. But he sort of alluded that there would be any pussy there, and it was babies and babies that were not coming out yet. It because was if, to be, if he had told you that, you wouldn't. I, even I don't think I, I don't think I baited you with women. But also, dude, you don't need. You've got like three dates a night every night. You don't yeah. need. And for oh, the record, right. you're a great friend. I'm just. I'm just. Yeah, I know. It's funny. So anyway, uh, let's talk about the fights. Uh, I I will say I was completely wrong about Dos Anjos losing to Cerrone. Uh, I really thought from what I had heard from people that like uh, just around in the MMA, in the buzz around the MMA world was that Dos Anjos was on some stuff. Now with stricter testing. And I should have listened to Benil Dariush when he was here because he said that he's going to murder him. And uh, he was right. That was a, a, a night. A six, I've never seen Cowboy in 60 seconds. I, I don't think it's ever happened that way. Had him turtled yeah. up and everything. Uh, was... But this dude is a monster. I thought it was going to be like an Eric Silva thing where you don't even recognize him. And you, it's a different. Do you feel he came out too hyped up? Because this seems to be what's happening in these. Cha- they fight. They work all the way back up to the championship fight. They come in too hyped up, come out and make a big mistake early. Do you think that's what happened not, here? Cerrone's kind of been a slow starter, like in a lot of his fights. Yeah, and I and I think he just didn't even get it going. I think uh, Dos Anjos like swarmed on him. on him. He caught him with him. a couple of body shots, and I think he hurt him, and then he just swarmed on him, man. I yeah, I mean that's exactly what happened. Uh, I'm a, I just think that Cerrone he he's a, he's an elite fighter. But he just can't seem to get past the the Pettis and the Dos Anjos, those, those yeah. two guys. I mean, the two best guys in the division. Yeah. He really, it is a case where this is the third best guy in the division right now. And he was on like uh, a nine fight win streak, six fight winning streak. Eight, uh, he, Pick one of those numbers. That's a long, <laughs> nine, six, it's, eight. It's still a, a long win streak to be. I mean, he's hot, and that's yeah. that's what I was saying. Like I, I was thinking, I was like, I mean, Dos Anjos to me looked. I mean, he just looked meaner. I mean, he looked. He just looked. But he's the guy that lost to Clay Guida. I mean, he was he was a four and four before this current, and all of a sudden he just erupted. And that's certain guys they just find their they well, hit Clay, their peak. Clay, you know, gets he like freaks you out with that hair, <laughs> right? <laughs> that hair movement. You're and like, where chat. do I punch here? But <laughs> I, I was completely wrong. This guy Dos Anjos. I mean, he. Uh, I I thought that I thought Cerrone it was his time. 
I thought he was going to do it, and he didn't. Uh, so that was, uh, you know, that's, that's just what happened. Um, Nate Diaz. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude, that fight. Uh, that was a great fight. Um, uh, you know, this is, this is what's so frustrating about the Diaz brothers, is that when they're at their best, when they come in the, into, fight, into a fight, fight shape, I mean, the, he, you know, another guy, Nate Diaz, obliterated uh, Cerrone. Uh, he, I mean, he he killed Cerrone in their fight. He, um, I wouldn't say obliterated, but he 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 beat him up. Yeah. Um. So Nate Diaz is just, uh, you know, hindsight Johnson. Why did he didn't use his wrestling uh, as opposed to just try to? I mean, he's really fast. He tried to prove a point. He tried to sit outside. But when you try to fight with a guy who has a three inch reach advantage or four yeah. inch, whose whose punch is going to land first? Well, he he admitted too in the in the post fight presser that uh, he said that the taunting was really uh, getting to him and it got him off the game. And he said his taunting like sucked him into because dude, he was having success with the leg kicks early on because Nate doesn't he yeah. doesn't check those kicks. And I'm sure he was doing that to try to slow down his boxing and stuff like that and maybe work his wrestling. But he didn't shoot a takedown till like way late in the fight, and by then he was already busted up. And yeah, why not? I, that's what I that's what I I know that Nate's jujitsu is amazing, and it might have canceled out his wrestling and maybe michael was afraid of getting caught with some type of submission but he should have used his wrestling more in hindsight and you know uh, that was a great fight for nate diaz it just shows you i mean he's not the number 15 ranked guy i mean that's just no. that's diaz just, uh, are just tough as well this they're there that stockton boxing is so crazy because it looks it doesn't look conventional it looks like these pity pad punches but they land they're yeah, accurate he yeah. fights so long they keep dudes at range it's like it's crazy to me the way that those two box. Yeah. Um, it's like it's unlike anybody else, and it and just know, frustrates people. And the weird thing is, they're such tender lovers. <laughs> like you would, <laughs> you would. They actually though, when I met Nate Diaz, they, I, I met Nate at a club one time, and he was mean mugging people, just mean mugging. Yeah. And then he he looked at me, he, he kind of mean mugged me, and I was like, uh, and then he goes, oh shit. Recognized me, gave me a huge hug, asked me to come train with him. Couldn't have been home? nicer. Hung out, yeah. just like just the coolest guy, the warmest guy. That's what those guys are. You ever see like a pit bull or like a mean ass right, pit bull? Right. Where you're like, this guy might kill me. But then once he likes you, he just won't stop licking your face. That's kind of what Nate and Nick. Are. I don't know about Nick. That's how <laughs> Nate is. He's he's that that guy that like is just a mean motherfucker. But if he likes you, if he, if he trusts you, totally cool, respects yeah. you, could not be cooler. Um. I'll tell you, Overeem versus Dos Santos, that was rough. I think Dos Santos, I, I don't know, if, I wouldn't say time to hang it up, but he's taking so much punishment. Even the fights, you know, the two fights with Kane, even in the Mark Hunt fight, he took some shots. He, it just there was a guy who was taking a lot of punches yeah. by huge punchers. There was, and there I don't was some know. buzz about, people were saying, some people were saying it was an early stoppage. What yeah. do you think? Uh, I mean, the way he got up was kind of weird. The way it was, it was a, it, but I think it was a little early a stoppage. At the same time, I mean, he Overeem hits like a fucking yeah. monster. Uh, I know that Overeem said he wants a title fight next. I don't think so. I, although I think the title fight should probably go. No, it should go. The winner of Kane versus Verdum should fight Stipe, and uh, and then possibly the winner of. 
I think who's uh, Arlovsky fighting? Stipe's fighting Arlovsky. Oh yeah, so Stipe, if he gets past, if he, yeah, yeah, that Stipe, if Stipe beats, Ar- beats Arlovsky, he gets the next title shot. I don't think Overeem has earned it just yet. No, um, he's been real inconsistent. But uh, yeah, but he looked good. I hope he stays with the UFC. I know that Aljamain Sterling tweeted out today that uh, uh, he wants to choke the shit out of TJ Dillashaw. So hopefully that means he's actually staying in the UFC. Yeah, I, I really hope because right now right, there's a the whole thing of like three guys that have not signed their contracts. Being Ben Henderson, All Star Overeem, and Aljamain Sterling, and I, I thought I read those guys are all with the same manager. Maybe I don't know if that's true or not. But if those three guys go to Bellator, I think I think that then we're gonna have an issue because if you're proven that you're the top five guy in the UFC and then you go to Bellator, eh, it makes Bellator look a lot better. It gives them a lot more uh, cred- credibility. So well, um, and also give them some current fighters. <laughs> They, yeah. got, they, got, they got some current fighters. I know they do, but they love to bring up the bones. <laughs> they do. Like, hey, look at this guy. We just dug him up from the UFC graveyard, and he's headlining the next night. Hoist Gracie versus Ken Shamrock. Come on, man. I, yeah, they're going to have— I know, was like, what year is this? <laughs> I thought I was watching a replay. Yeah. Is this UFC Unleashed? Uh, yeah, oh, no, like, this is No, a- this is a current show. Like, And they've done this a lot. Now, don't get me wrong. I like the fighters they have in development. Yeah. But because so many they're developing those names— their lack of names have caused them to go for some very, very old names. Yeah, well, they're going to have a ramp. They're actually going to use the ramp for a wheelchair. Right, he's going to have the wheelchair ramp. They should just go all out and have, like, Betty White be the ring girl. Just uh. fucking, like, Goldie Hawn, Betty White, and, like, Sophia Loren or they something. They're taken away in an old-school ambulance. <laughs> they should have it on black and white. They should make the picture black and white. Just fucking, just go all out. Everyone should fight, like, old English style. With their, yeah. Put them up, put them up, see? Put them up with their fists out, you know, in the circles. Have, have like, Abe Vigoda commentate. <laughs> they, Fish. they really should just go all they all should out. just all just go old school that yeah seriously the rap should be like no but, but but that's what i'm saying like if they were to get some current names they should uh, get currently I, ranked it fighters would, it would it would i think definitely help the bellator brand they wouldn't have to dig up such older names to have name value they have guys they I'm have saying. guys that would do very well in the ufc yeah they have certain guys but they yeah, have certain, they have they building have their bubba names. jenkins they totally. have will brooks uh, would do fine in the UFC. And, and Will Brooks um, is becoming more of a... That's what I'm saying. They're developing their Michael names. Chandler would do well in the UFC. Chandler's a badass. Uh, this other kid, um, uh, MVP, Michael Van Page. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see how, how how good... I mean, another guy, uh, uh, Joe Warren, all those guys, the 135 guys would do well. Uh, Chad Congo did well in the UFC. He, did, he, he wasn't the champ, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. But they do need... I mean, Josh Thompson was a good UFC fighter yeah, to have him now. You know, but you're right. I mean, I don't think they're doing anyone. I mean, if they're going to go, although I would rather see two old guys fight each other than see, you know, a young guy versus a, a Hoist Gracie. I, yeah. I, I don't want to see. Yeah. So if you're going to yeah, have. You don't want to see some, you don't want to see some guy make his name off, uh, you know, an old guy. So I don't mind. I don't mind seeing Don Fry versus uh, you know Dan Severn uh, and the, take on the winner of uh, you know have Kelvin Kevin yeah. Randleman and have yeah, all like those a, guys. in there. It's like an over forties league. You know, <laughs> it's, it's a senior tour. Yeah, That's like they either they have they have the the NIA or the what yeah. is it the like McDonald's All American yeah. League and then yeah. they have the the AAU league and then Reg- they have the senior tour <laughs> regular. And then all, everything in the middle is is they should have it like at three in the afternoon the fight. So <laughs> people, like, yeah. there's an early bird special. Shrimp cocktail. If you arrive early, you get great seats. Brought to you by Icy Hot. Yeah, and like the the, the headlining fight is first, and then all the other fights. How funny would it be if they pan to the crowd? It's all old people. Like they, they, and then they have like a bingo in between. They just just fucking go all out. Yeah, the the ring card girl comes out round one. 
B. Bingo. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'll tell you what I didn't see happening was the Nate Marquardt, C.B. Dalloway fight. That was, uh, I didn't see that. I mean, that, you know, I love C.B. Dalloway, but he got to learn from Ryan Bader and Machida. Rushing in yeah. with your hands down has really never worked <laughs> in MMA. Uh, and he just got caught. And he was out. I love CB, but come on, man, you're better than that. I yeah, I, I, I went. My picks went to shit this week. And that's the thing is, I thought I thought CB would get the win, but like this is just that it proves that everybody's still dangerous. You know, you can. Oh yeah, you know, I don't understand why people describe it as getting caught. Okay, the point is to catch you <laughs> at some point in the fight. If it happens earlier, happens late, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but when you're you winning, but when you're winning a got- fight, when you're winning a fight, you're dominating, and you make a mistake. I mean, yeah, granted, that's that's the fight. You get caught. Well, you still get caught. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I understand why they. I understand your point of like uh, that was the thing. A, like he, he's waiting for that moment for go bah, You I, know, I hitch think, on the button. Yeah, it's a subjective thing because we could talk like because people will say you know that Aldo got caught. And you go, well, did he get caught or is Connor? No, I don't think you say Aldo got caught because Aldo is never winning the fight. Well, Dalloway had him hurt. No, that, uh, was dominating the entire fight pretty much. I'm with you, uh, I'm, and then came in with his hands down and got caught. Like I, I'm with you on that you definition getting of getting down. caught You're, means that's why you, you made you a, keep, a mistake. You exactly. Made a, I mean, but was, I mean, that's the the point is to catch you. At some point, you put your hands down. Boom! Oh, you fell into my. Tr- I mean, uh, I don't know if his point was to catch him. I think his point was to win without having to catch him. Uh, I, I just think that it's it's one of the things that's going to happen in a fight, or maybe you know what I mean. The no, point I, of the fight I, is to knock you the fuck, to hit you in the face and knock you the fuck out. I just think it's a weird thing to say. Oh, he got caught. Well, that's kind of the point. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see your point. Uh, but well, I don't feel like talking about this anymore. Okay. All right, so um, <laughs> you hate it, but I actually made a coach. No, you, you actually made a I good hate point. It when you make a point, well, you're the idiot on the show. Now, <laughs> go get your red nose on. No, that's a good point. Um, now uh, I'll tell you who looked good was that girl Carolina Kowalczyk. She beat Random Marcos. Yeah, uh, these European female fighters are looking uh, looking good. Carolina won. She looked really good. And the girl that beat Sarah McMahon. I mean, Sarah Kaufman. They're going to beat Sarah Kaufman. Uh, her name is Valentina Shevchenko or Shevkeno. Shevkeno. She beat Sarah Kaufman. I mean, dominated Sarah Kaufman. They yeah. gave one, one judge had it for Sarah Kaufman. I don't see how that judge, a judge should not be judging anytime ever again. But this girl took the fight on eight days' notice. Yeah. Has two wins over Joanna Janjunchek in, in uh, kickboxing. In kickboxing. And she was 60 and two. This, and she was hot. Woo. Yeah, smoking hot. That's dangerous. There's there's been a big surge in European talent in I'll the t- last. You know why? Because <laughs> why they, they fight like never again, <laughs> never touch me again. Like, oh. I'll tell you, I do, I do, I do have a little bit of. Uh, I gotta say though about like uh, so Rogan and Goldberg were commenting and they were like, women can make a living as mixed martial artists and. Uh, I have to maybe, yeah, maybe, but not as much as they should. And not really. I, I saw a picture of Sarah Kaufman, I think it was last year, uh, where she was security at a concert. Yeah. And I'm not sure how current the picture was, but from what I recollect, it was a pretty current picture. And a lot of these girls, a lot of these guys, they well, can't make a living. There's Al- like Aljamain Sterling just said, I'm a professional top, top level athlete. He goes, I don't want to still be teaching. Yeah, I have to teach. Right. And I think there's about four or five girls, Ronda Rousey, 
uh, Paige Van Zant, uh, Misha Tate. Uh, let's let's say I don't even know if you can call Cyborg in that situation. Uh, but those three, as well as uh, jo- maybe Joanna Yunjunchek. But it seems like almost every other girl has to have a part time job. Uh, and same with guys. So I just feel like them saying women can now. I think there's about like eight you know, girls. The difference though is like the for male fighters they have to have the part time job. For the female fighters they could get a sugar daddy. <laughs> I don't think that's what he was saying when he said that women oh. can make. <laughs> that's not what that means. No, but right. I don't think men or fe- I mean, I don't know. I just think it was a little bit. I I would. I don't. I don't think they're trying to be disingenuous or they. But I would look into that a little more because I think there's about eight or seven or eight girls that can make a living at it, and maybe yeah, that's what he's talking about. But I would say 99.9% of the fighters out there can't. And, and I don't think it's – I think it's not necessarily like – I don't think the guys were necessarily talking down or anything. I think a part of it what has to do with like just even a couple of years ago, women weren't even in the UFC. So it's still relatively young. So they're not making as big of money. But also uh, a lot of these women are only doing like maybe one fight a year. Or like yeah. you, you can't uh, – I don't know how you, anybody, even male male or female, if you're doing one fight a year with all the expenses, I don't know how you make a living doing yeah. it. Yeah, by the time the money comes in, it all goes right back out because you've had to pay so much out to get there. Uh, so Charles Oliveira beat Miles Jerry uh, he, by submission. I was pissed off about that. A couple reasons. Number one, I like Miles Jerry. He's been on the show. Nice guy. Number two, Oliveira missed weight by five pounds. I think yeah. four and a half pounds. If I was Miles, I mean in hindsight now, but don't take the fight. I understand he wants his win bonus and he wants his fight bonus. I don't think he's going to get paid. The guy misses weight. I mean, Miles Jerry went down to 145 from 55. You know it must have been a shitty cut. First time he's ever cut it. Other guy misses weight by five pounds. Yeah. And I mean, you're halfway to the next weight class. Yeah. You're you're exactly halfway to the next weight class. And that's not fair. Plus, especially that, that dude to me, Oliver, like, I don't know how he misses weight. He looks so, he looks like Skeletor, uh, but he always comes in heavy. That's not his weight class. He should be at 55. That's why he misses weight. He should be. And I understand he had to give part of his purse, but then he calls out Conor McGregor and said he wants to bring the belt. If, if you miss weight, you can't call out the champ. Everybody's calling out, oh, Conor. Yeah, this is ridiculous. I banged some chick over the weekend. She yelled, she was- Conor. I was like, I was like who, the, who the fuck is Conor? Yes, she wants the She wants the money lay. Everyone's calling yeah. out Conor. Now, Nate Diaz. I did you hear his uh, uncensored speech? No. Oh, it was the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. So Nate Diaz, after he won, had the most funniest expletive tirade I've heard in a long time. Which is why we love Nate Diaz. I mean, the guy holds nothing back. Holds nothing back. That's why you love both the Diaz brothers. They uh, yeah. don't give a fuck. <laughs> and according to Nate, uh, the UFC said that he would fight Conor McGregor next. That would be a, such a huge fight. I would love to see that. I want to see Frankie Edgar get the title shot. I love yeah. Frankie. Um, however, Nate Diaz versus McGregor. Oh, I mean, could you imagine? Best. Imagine just the press conferences alone. Oh my god! I, you know what? I my like after this last weekend, we we made picks. I picked Michael Johnson. I thought he would get the win. And I just after this last fight, I will never bet against a Diaz brother don't. again. I I don't know why I. I did, but, uh, I mean, Johnson's great, but, God, dude, these guys, they just come to fight, and that's what I love about it. I've said this before. Some guys approach it like a sport, and some guys approach it like a fight. The Diaz brothers fight. Yeah. Yeah, but, well, according to uh, Nate Diaz, the UFC told me McGregor fight is on. Why? 
That's what he said. And uh, I, I really hope that happens. I, I mean, don't, I don't see how they, um, if they don't do Aldo, I don't see how they don't give Edgar the shot, though. He's like, I want to see. Well, I don't know. I feel the same way about Frankie Edgar. He's the guy that I'm like, I should never pick against him because he always shows me up. Every time, I think, every time. And he did it again because I was like, boy, I'm going to go with Mendez. And then he beat the shit out of Mendez. Yeah. So either either one of those is going to be an amazing fight. But in terms of like like language, pre-fight, build-up, Diaz is the truth. Hold on, here it is. Against a very tough guy in Michael Johnson, how do you feel about it? Then he goes to grab the mic, and Rogan was like, "No, you're not getting yeah, it." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Joe Rogan loved every minute of that. Uh, but that's well, he didn't exactly shut it down after the first couple of curse words. Like no. he let it roll for yeah. a minute. He was like, "Oh, unfortunately, you can't talk that way on Fox." But I just did. <laughs> I don't know, and I think is well. I don't know if Conor McGregor can make 145 anymore. That's the only. That's another thing is that Conor McGregor's coach said he can't make 45 anymore. So I don't know if he can make 45. And tell me that. I think Nate Diaz wins this fight. I, I mean, he's better on the ground. Uh, he's got better boxing. You got to go. McGregor's got better kicks. Uh, who hits harder? Uh, probably McGregor. Although uh, Nate has hurt a lot of people with his punches, a lot of people, and it just you know Nate's not going to back down. And a fight like this, you know he's going to come in shape for. He's going to rise to the occasion. Uh, it's going to be. It would be a great fight. Tell me that Stockton. And all those people versus oh. Ireland? Oh, Are you kidding me? You don't me? even want to be in that town <laughs> for that weekend. There'll be so many pre-fight fights. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the undercard will literally be 300 <laughs> arrests long. They wouldn't need to book any undercard. No. And, then you have, and then you could have Khabib Just, and his gang of Dagestani thugs that yeah. came with him that fought the Diaz brothers in the, in the World Series of Fighting fight. Yeah. Tell me that wouldn't be amazing. It, that would I, I but I, I want to see I want to see Edgar fight. Do you think if if they said he he's Connor's not going to make one forty five anymore? Do you think Edgar would go up to fifty five and fight him there? No, I think Edgar wants the belt. I think <laughs> Edgar just wants the belt. Yeah. I think Frankie Edgar's about the belt. And plus, I think that I don't think he would be first in line for fifty five. The entire undercard would be broadcast exclusively on security cameras <laughs> <laughs> or world star. I mean, seriously, just the press conferences alone of Nick. <laughs> Diaz and Nate Diaz and Connor. I want to see this right now. Yeah. One one of the factors in in my my pick for this last fight was we hadn't seen Diaz in the octagon for a year. And you go, wow, you look, think about ring rust and people taking time off. He looked better than ever. So that was trained. But no, but that's the question is you go. Last fight, he came in five pounds over. He never comes in overweight. He he had like a belly. I think the the marijuana uh, test that that they're giving right now actually is helping them because he's like, fuck it, I can't smoke. Yeah, I can't smoke weed. So, I mean, Nate's looking great, but I would just love, could you imagine like the middle fingers that are going to be going on between him and McGregor's shit talking? Oh, it'd be great. I actually tweeted out that like the reason it got beeped was because they didn't have a Stockton interpreter during the fight. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, that's all you heard was beep, beep. I mean, you heard nothing after that fight. Uh, I would love it. Please. Okay. You you know the UFC wants it. You know the UFC deep down. Dana's a, I mean, Dana is like, you know what? We got to make this fight happen. And I think that, 
it actually, you know, if Connor loses to Nate Diaz, he goes back down to 45. He's still the champion, technically. Mm-hmm. Well, and he relinquishes, you know, relinquishes his belt, but he comes back down. And if if he wins, then you have another fight before Dos Anjos. So you've 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 made money on him. Mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a it's a, a no brainer for the UFC. I just, I wonder. I mean, I think that's a better, a bigger, better fight for Connor. But you like, if he's just chasing the belt, then he get, he's going to want to fight Dos Anjos if he goes up to. F- yeah, but why? Pack. But he shouldn't get the first crack at the belt. You don't think he needs like a like a? Well, no, I don't. I mean, that's like saying, well, you know, uh, Luke Rockhold's the champ at one eighty five, so he should he should now go to get the number one shot at two hundred five. He should fight Cormier next. Obviously, they're teammates, and that wouldn't happen. But just because you're the number one guy at the weight below doesn't mean you should get the number one. I mean, yeah. I mean, TJ Dillashaw should not automatically get to fight Frankie Edgar next, or, I would, or I not would, Edgar, but uh, uh, Conor McGregor next. I would give Luke Rockholt whatever he asked for. <laughs> yeah, because you're gay. But well, but, I'm, but, I'm, but yeah, you that's don't just all like, give him that sweet butt. You don't just that's obviously tough. you know get the the, the the next guy up just because you're the champ. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that would be awesome. Other fights that happened: uh, Nick Lentz beat Danny uh, Castillo. <laughs> Other fights that happened were. <laughs> Uh, I wanted Nick. Uh, I, I it was a good fight. Nick Lance looks really tough. Castillo didn't make. He, he made weight, but he came in overweight. I think he might have been hurt or something. It was a good fight. Well, Castillo it was an ugly, it was an ugly fight, but it was still a good fight. I mean, uh, Castillo. It was a good fight. It was a split decision loss to Castillo. I hope he doesn't get cut. I like Castillo a lot. He's a good dude. He's also a funny dude. He owns a yoga studio, and he's just surrounded by thirty. Milfs and these like cougars. If you look at his Instagram <laughs> account, life. it's yeah. just him and hot Sacramento chicks in every single picture. I'm yeah. like, this dude is he's like AC Slater if he would have actually like the later years, if yeah. that's what it, you know. Yeah. So uh, I like Castillo. I, I it was tough. I like both of them. I'll tell you who I was really happy for was the barn cat because he's a fellow SUNY Binghamton guy. I went to Binghamton. He's from Binghamton. Uh, he's a nice guy, and you know what? He he. Remember, he told on the podcast, like, "I'm gonna, I'm fucking people up." Yeah, he's like, he's a nerdy guy, but he's tough as hell, cool as hell, and I was happy for him. Um, I like uh, Josh uh, Salmon a lot. Yeah, um, it was kind of you know, it's hard when you have two guys you like. You know, you don't you kind of want to see them both win. Uh, Camaro looked great, and Hayden, Hayden got fucked up. Uh, you didn't see that? I didn't see that. It was one. on the fight pass prelims. We've had him on the show, Hayden Hassan. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy to see what happens in that forty five fifty five mix with Connor. You, you know, you could have you could have Aldo, you could have Edgar, you could have him jump to lightweight, and then then it's like who's he gonna fight? So there's a lot of there's a, bit, a lot of big questions there. Yeah, uh, I mean, think about Connor. Whoever he fights, it's money. I mean, he's just he's the rock star. He's right. He, he's, he's the big attraction. Do you the see big... the Instagram picture of him in front of his new Bentley? No, really. Yeah. Damn. Hey, uh, listen, that's what you get when you're a worldwide superstar. Yeah, the champ. I still want to see him against Frankie Edgar. I think Edgar wins that fight, uh, and I can't wait for that to happen. Um, by the way, I'm on my new diet. I forgot, I All right. Subject. I started a new diet. A couple, I'm cutting out soda out of my life. That's it's, a good thing. It's, it's a lot of sugar. It's the thing. That's, I think that's the key. That's one of the keys. I got to start eating healthier. I'm going to go to Trader Joe's or the whole Whole Foods thing. How many sodas a day you drink? Well, at the comedy clubs. See, because most people drink beer. Like yeah. before, I go on stage, I have like two or three sodas and a Red Bull. Oh, wow. So Jesus. that's I'm I'm just water. If or if you like like this fizzy, go get like a soda water soda with water. a lime. Just yeah, that's what you I mean. Know? Well, no, just water. I, I actually feel better. Two three days, I've actually noticed the difference of me cutting out. I'm, I have to lose about twenty pounds. That's my goal. My my New Year's resolution is you to get, have to or you want. I'm to? going to. I don't have to. I'm I'm going to lose about. 
you know, I'm going to get down to like one. You, you got a fight coming up or? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just doing it. I'm, I'm, I made a commitment. I made a goal. Hey, I'm good listen, for you. Man. I cut the soda out of my Jack Daniels. <laughs> really? I did. I'm like, I'm like, give me a splash of Coke. Wow. That's it. It's and an actual Coke. Coke. Yeah, well, I mean, come on. It's no calories and sweets. Why don't too. you stop doing Coke and I'll stop the soda? Okay. Dude, I, real? I hardly ever do it, dude. I just talk about it. Okay. How yeah. often? Like maybe once a month. I did a gig one time with this That's guy too in, much. Uh, in Wisconsin. It, Hold on about your gig. We're, this is an we're only, having a fucking intervention. If you only drank soda once a month, would you think it's a problem? Uh, if soda could kill you and give me a heart attack. Oh, please. It can't kill you. It can too. You see people all the time die from yeah, heart attack. Yeah, people do a shit ton of it. Yeah. How much soda? I do you... like three key bumps and, you know. It's too much. No, it's not. You, too... you clearly don't know cocaine. <laughs> all right that's, that's like a, one line it doesn't matter man i you see all the, you you're too talented i'm fine and you're fat okay exactly so, if i were doing a lot of coke would i be this fat <laughs> no exactly it doesn't it's matter no if i ever come in here and i'm actually trim then have an intervention Unless you want to get on to me about eating KFC, but you never get I, I don't know i just think that i i, I think that the world has doesn't know how good you are I, I think you're one of the funniest people I know, and one of the most talented people I know. I and acting, comedy, you kill it. I've never seen people kill it. Aside from myself, uh, you, you, you absolutely, <laughs> you absolutely destroy stages. I mean, people, no one wants to follow you. And I'm afraid that when you finally make it in your mainstream success, you're going to have a fucking heart attack or something crazy is going to happen. Listen, you see it all the time. It, it may happen. <laughs> uh, that, that, that was very <laughs> I know everyone's ready for me to refute it. I'm like, no, that may happen. What do you want me to tell you? It's life. What do you want me to do? I, I it would just it would it would really bother me. He's looking out for you. I, that I was very sincere, man. I it, it all, that, that was so nice it makes me want to gain a bunch of weight and start doing drugs so that you <laughs> Say some nice things about me. No, yeah, yeah, everyone yeah, knows yeah. you're gonna live forever. You, you know I love you, Tyler. Like I don't know. No, I'll be the dude that is like jogging on a Sunday morning, gets hit by a truck. Exactly. And you'd be like, oh look, he and he'll be a good driving the truck because he was doing coke. <laughs> and I'll survive. No. And then I'll get, I'll get acquitted on some kind of bullshit technicality, and then people will hate me. So yeah, I, I just think, I just I get concerned about you. I know, buddy, and I appreciate. I don't that, mean to say I'm you're fat because I get mad when you call me fat. You probably don't like when I call you fat. I'm used to it. But you said, but you you call yourself fat. I am fat, but but I'm okay. But you've been no, working I've out. I've been fatter, right? But it's not like I'm not fat now. I'm still a pretty chubby guy. Yeah, I mean that's just I got mirrors. I mean it's not like I'm unaware. Uh, yeah, but you have mirrors, but you blow lines off them. Well, I mean, <laughs> you don't always have your cell phone handy. Listen, I'm just uh, I I know it's all fun and games, but I, I do worry about you. So listen, uh, I worry about you too. Where you stick your dick ain't exactly the cleanest portals in the world. You're absolutely right. So we both have some cleanup work to do. We do. We really, we, to be honest, for as much shit as we give Tyler, he's the only one doing it right in life. See, what we should do is like, I should go to Vegas with you guys for like a week and 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 follow your lead. And then maybe you guys come hang out with me no, for no, no, a no, while. No. And you should come with us to Vegas and we should follow your lead in Vegas and live like you. Tyler, if you started living like us, you would never go back to your life, man. Are you serious? <laughs> no, but here's the thing. I don't know. Be like, I always knew it could be like this. What am I? doing sorry kids heisman <laughs> no i i don't i don't necessarily agree with that though man because I guess, you haven't been on our side yeah <laughs> i haven't been single and played video games and jerked off in my uh shitty apartment yeah uh 
while doing blow and hooking up with porn stars. Okay, that sounds a little bit better. <laughs> Thank but, you. It isn't all. But dude, I got games. single buddies that are like, you know, they'd have you believe. Now, you make a good point because you go out on a lot of uh, dates and you you you're going out and doing parties and all this stuff. But I got a lot of buddies, single buddies that are like, dude, man, you're missing out. And I'm like, ah, nine nights out of ten, they're like a home by themselves. Well, and that's what it is. That's the trade off. Okay, you either get one night out of ten that's super exciting, and then the rest are lonely and boring, or you get uh, you know companionship that's boring all the time. So that's, I mean, but that's the trade-off. You're never alone. You're not lonely. Yeah. There's always somebody that's worried about where you're at. You know, you don't have to, th- you, know, you know what I mean? When you're single, you wake up in the morning, sometimes you think, well, no one even worries about whether or not I survived. Like, you know, but when you you have that companionship, then you know that someone cares about your well-being, but, but there's not, there's no major excitement. You know what I mean? Speaking of someone I get excited for, we're going to call Rowdy Beck right now. Uh, the beautiful, badass Rowdy Beck. She has a lot of fun, too. I don't think we've talked to her since her head tattoo, have we? I don't think so. No, she has a new tattoo on her head. Her head of uh, <laughs> Only select guys get to see it. Of a, no, you can, <laughs> anyone can see it. It's a tiger. It's a big-ass oh, tattoo nice. of a tiger. Uh, I find her so attractive and such a sweet, cool chick. I've hung out with her and Angela Magana after Magana's last fight in Vegas. Doesn't Magana just sound like a delicious item at, like, Buca de Beppo? <laughs> Where? Buca de Beppo? Where's that? Magana's for everybody. Yeah, have you tried the Magana? Yes. You must have the Magana. <laughs> Every Tuesday, fresh Magana. <laughs> I can't believe you've never heard of Buca de Beppo. Not on, is that is that everywhere? Italian yeah. place. It's a very uh, popular Italian chain. A lot of things I haven't heard of. Yeah. So uh, yeah, like condoms. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been wearing condoms. You know, know, you know what's crazy? That the the girl that I think are the most promiscuous. I always wear condoms for. I don't fuck around. Yeah. Like if it's a uh, you know, a chick that was on movies having sex or something, right. you know, or uh, you mean porn stars? Yeah, porn stars. Yeah. <laughs> you mean the girls dance around? Yeah, that. yeah, movies who've had sex for money on camera. Yeah, so I always <laughs> wear con- distributed internationally. I always wear condoms for those girls, right? But, but meanwhile, you wear a goddamn wetsuit. Meanwhile, them. those girls get tested every month. Like they're the ones. In some ways, I'd be the least likely to get stuff from. You you keep playing that card. No, man. I don't. I'm saying like I, I should. I, you gotta I'm wear condoms. Never gonna buy you them. wear condoms everywhere. I, yes. you, you should wear condoms. Just time. wear condom. Hello. Hey, is this Rowdy Beck? Yes, it is. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. It's great to hear your voice. Oh, thank you. Sorry, I thought um the podcast was tomorrow. I like. <laughs> I got confused with the time zones and everything. So. <laughs> it's okay. No worries. It's okay. How's everything? How's uh, <laughs> How are you doing in Australia? What's going on? Uh, it's pretty good. I just woke up. Um, it's like 8.30 here. 8.30 at night um, or in the morning? In the morning. Wow. So, it is, so it is tomorrow there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is tomorrow. By the yeah. way, you posted a picture of you in the pool. It looks so hot. Jesus Christ. I... Uh, <laughs> I was I was in love uh, when I saw that picture. You looked great in that picture. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Now a lot of people were saying that your boobs look like they've gotten bigger. Uh, any 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 comments on that or <laughs> or photos? I was ho- I was hoping everyone would like you know focus on the gun show that I uh, oh, was displaying, right, but right. no. 
everyone was uh, infatuated with the with the boob area and was zooming in on that. And <laughs> yes, your 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 boobs look great, by the way. I don't I don't know. They did seem like they've magically gotten uh, four sizes bigger. Uh, but uh, I'm not good at swimming, so I need some like floating devices. That's to good. Me out, that's nice. Yeah. Well, if well, <laughs> there you go. Now, um. Uh, now, by the way, did you go to the UFC, the, the Ronda Rousey fight when they were in Australia? Sorry, I was in California training at that uh, time. Otherwise, I would have went. <clears throat> gotcha. How is uh, how's, how's training over there now? How is Australia training? Um, it's been all right. I've just been focusing on my boxing since I've been back. Um, just until like my leg is working 100%. But yeah, it's been good. I just kind of float around different gyms here now uh, and try to get in as much good training as I can. Uh, I don't really have a stable gym right now here, but that's why I go to um, California to train for most of my camps. What about that gym that like Jake Matthews goes to and all those guys? Um, I think they're in Sydney, right? Is that where they live? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm in Queensland, so I'm a little bit far away from from them. Um, but like, I could go there, I guess, when I'm not in camp. But I kind of, I just don't. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Good for you. <laughs> nothing, nothing compares to Alliance. So like, I can't uh, really justify like moving my life to Sydney for a gym that will not compare to Alliance. So it's kind of not worth it. Now, when when are you coming back to Alliance? Uh, Well, I'm hoping I get on the Brisbane card. They're coming to Brisbane, which is um, where I live right now um, in March. So I'm hoping to get on that card. So if I get a a fight for that, um, I'll go back to California in February to get ready for that. Now, I do have to say, that we were supposed to hang out. You said, when you come to San Diego, <laughs> give me a call. I'll come to your show and we'll go on a date afterwards. Right. So I was like, I was so happy. I, I put on my, like my best outfit, put on a clean pair of underwear. I, I took a shower. I, I was all, I put <laughs> That's gel. A lot for him. I put gel in my hair. I was all, and then somebody texted you a couple times and got nothing back. Nothing. Yeah. There's a story to that, okay? (laughs) What's that story? Okay, so that day I I go to the gym and my coach um, has started me on a new meal plan and he's like, I want you to take this fat burner. This um, you have to take it every morning, and he's like, "It's like crack. It's gonna make you feel like a pre-workout. Like you're gonna go nuts." And I'm like, "All right, I'll take it." I took it, and it came came back to me like midway through my session. And he's like, "Have you felt it yet?" And I'm like, "No. I'm like this shit is weak." <laughs> and he's like, "Here, take another one." And oh, I'm boy. like, oh, "You only meant to take one, are you?" He's like, "Yeah, but you're not feeling it. Here, take another one. I dare you." <laughs> so I'm like, "All right, motherfucker, I'll take it." And I took it. And- all right, so we got disconnected from Rowdy's story just now, the best part. But uh, Greg's here. Are you going to finish the story? So, <laughs> so, all of a sudden, the second fat banner kicks yeah. in at the same time as the first fat banner. Yeah. Right? And what happened, Rowdy? I started banging every guy around me. No, really? Like three at a time, just one, just jacking them off. And I remember thinking to myself, I should save some for Adam. Great. Well, you didn't. I did, but because there were too many guys, I actually wore out my holes. You, you fucked all, they fucked all your holes? All my holes got worn out. So like, and then I was like, I've got no holes left for Adam. So your butthole? Yeah, all my holes. Your, I had to carve two extra holes. Did Conor McGregor show up and bang you too? 
All of a sudden, <laughs> Conor McGregor. <laughs> what happened with Conor McGregor? <laughs> what happened? Did Sage Northcutt show up? Hey, I'm just really excited to be part of this gangbang. I mean, I've never really been part Sage of something Northcutt like this. Sage Northcutt was such a gentleman. Why are you interrupting Sage Northcutt? What happened, Sage? No, Mrs. Rawlings, I, I didn't really know much about her because I'm, I'm not allowed to use the internet. But yes. um, once I met her, she was really she was really excitable and there was all these other guys around. I just I was really excited to be there. And I was like, oh, Fight Pass is amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Sage. So then what happened, Rowdy? So then I had to get myself tailed off <laughs> for our big date. And then the speed wore off, and I didn't want no more deeks. And then Gay Jesus showed up. Hi, how are you guys? Uh, I'm here to fuck. Uh, I'm mad at the girls. Uh, but Sage Northcutt, you look pretty hot. Oh, thanks. I've been working out for like a really long time, and I can bend frying pans and stuff. Well, I want to bend you over so bad and just yell, Jesus is in you. <laughs> Don't you be taking my turn! Conor McGregor gets first try on all the new recruits. No way, Conor McGregor. Say, I like that Sage Northcutt. You were dreamy. Conor McGregor doesn't wait for Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, or the Lord Father. He goes first. Wow. So, so Beck, now that you had uh, gay Jesus, Conor McGregor, and Sage Northcutt in you and three other guys, what else happened? They was win. <laughs> The fat banners actually wore off, and I began. <laughs> I realized I didn't want to have all these geeks. Wow, that's and then I took a nip. Oh, but well, that's why you couldn't come to my show. Thank you, I appreciate it. I for was the- very tired from all the other cacks. Oh, nice. Well, hopefully she'll pick up the the phone. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you guys are wondering, that wasn't the real Rowdy Beck. <laughs> Were you wondering? Weren't you just like, oh my god, this story's unreal? That was not the real Rowdy Beck, <laughs> or the real Gay Jesus. <laughs> no, that was the Gay Jesus. Actually. But it was the real Sage Northcutt. Yes, yeah, th- Sage. Thanks for coming in. Scented candle. All right. Well, Sage Northcutt. I, th- <laughs> I think that was the end of Rowdy Beck for this week. I was, I was, I was not impressed. Hello, with Rowdy you. Beck, you're back. I'm back. We what were, happened? We, I don't know. You got disconnected. So we <laughs> nothing, never heard the end of the story. We have our own uh, versions of what happened. But uh, so, w- w- <laughs> so so what happened at the end of the story? <laughs> uh, probably not as good as you guys. Uh, think. Well, uh, our version in, uh, uh, involves you getting gangbanged by Sage Northcutt, uh, Conor McGregor and Gay Jesus. Is, is, oh, is, is yours that- anything close? All right, that was Rowdy Beck. <laughs> that was pretty much exactly what happened. Uh, really? That's what happened? You nailed it. Wow, Rowdy Beck, that's amazing. I can't believe that that happened. My favorite was Gay Jesus. Why, why was that? He filled me with holy water. <laughs> I I showed up to, I showed up to the gangbang a little bit late. I was I was not impressed with the performance well, of the GSP other guys. GSP showed up to the gangbang uh, as yeah, well. I showed up and all the all the olds were already filled. Um, wow, that's a well. So so you couldn't get in? Uh, no, there was there was no place for me to fill in. So I sit back and I relax and uh-huh. I just have a good time and I watch the other guys. Another boring decision by GSP. <laughs> So thank you for filling in. Uh, we're trying to call Rowdy back. Uh, for some reason, this is good, really hard. Uh, we have Roxanne Modifier. I don't think she's going to be uh, as... <laughs> uh, hopefully, Rowdy back. I don't uh, think we'll she'll be as Rowdy. Oh, man. <coughs> Hello. Hello. Hey, there you are. 
Quick, tell us how it finished. So, yeah, how did it, how did it, now I have to know, how did it, what was the end of the story? Fat burgers. I just went home and went to bed. Oh! <laughs> So, so you went home. So you dissed me for fat burners, and 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 sleep. Yeah, I felt really good. Good, good. All right, that's well. That well, you know what? Uh, um, well, I like your story, but that sounds more interesting. Well, you'll hear our story Minus, on the replay. My- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sucks because I was actually looking forward to taking you out on a date. I was gonna, I was gonna try to impress you. I was trying to make you laugh. It was gonna be a whole thing. And then I, I, I was like, oh. oh, man, this girl, she she doesn't seem as interested as I thought she'd be. You have to blame my coach for cock-blocking you. Yes, your coach definitely cock-blocked. <laughs> now, is it, now, for our date, is it okay that I'm not tatted up because it seems, or a fighter? It seems like a lot of guys that you go out with are like, they're just all tatted up. Um, yeah, that doesn't, no, I, I don't really think I have a type. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't think I do. You don't have to have tattoos. Okay. It's fine. What about chubby <laughs> cokehead? <laughs> yeah, up. you have to be fit. I'm sorry. You have to be what? To be fit. Fit. You have to be fit. There you go. Hey, I can fit in a car. <laughs> Now, how many how many dates should a guy wait before he tries to hook up with you? Because it seems like, like I, you know, like I, you seem like a cool chick. Like if you let someone down, you you would do it nicely. Or at least you'd have that voice. But are you like a three date girl? A two date? Is it like pull out your cock the first date? Uh, so what exactly are you? Uh... Um, I don't know. It all depends. It all depends. Um, they have to, I guess. Um. <laughs> Um, I don't really have a rule. I, yeah, I don't have rules. Okay. It's just a go a play it by ear, you know, like it, you just have to read my body language, I guess. Gotcha. So if your legs are open, it means go in. <laughs> now, <laughs> not hard. It's not rocket science. Now, are you more of a girl that's like, like if you want to hook up with a guy, are you the, are you the kind of girl to take charge? You'll just grab a guy and start kissing him? Or, or do you kind of wait yeah. for a guy to kind of make a move on you? No, I no, I'll just take that shit. That's fine. Nice. <laughs> I like it. I, I think I, that's my kind of chick right, yeah, there. right there. Now, uh, now, last time we talked to you, you were you were injured. You had like a, a neck injury, right? And then you had a leg injury. How's everything going? Um, really good. I'm just like building the strength back up in my leg and getting back into everything. So it's yeah, it's coming good. I've just pretty much just got to build up all the muscles and stuff because. They died. I was like naive to think once I got off crutches, my bone was like a hundred percent. I thought I'd be right to fight, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah, I could I couldn't really walk. My all my muscles had like uh, deteriorated and just were not working. I felt like a frail old lady, so I had oh. to like do lots of squats and <laughs> lots of leg exercises. But yeah, it's coming. It's getting there. Good, getting good, there. good. Because I I always tell people I'm like. People are sleeping on Roddy Beck. Well, I'm trying to sleep with you, but but people are are are, are sleeping on your power on on your power. You have legitimate power. Uh, you you can knock fuckers out. Uh, yeah. So I'm I can't wait for you to get back in that that octagon. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I've been working, and particularly because I've been working on my boxing. Like um, I've definitely worked on how to sit on my punches, how to. Um, uh, more accuracy. So yeah, I'm definitely excited to put a bitch to sleep. That's for sure. <laughs> Ugh, love <it. laughs> I love that. Right. That's great. Now, recently you got into an argument with Brian Stan on Twitter. Uh, 
because Brian Stan said that Paige Van Zant was the toughest girl in the division, and you took that personal. Um, I guess I didn't take it. I don't know if I took it personal. I just I hate stupid comments like that. I hate people, uh, you know, hyping up the the golden girls, you know, or the golden guys. Like they just say ridiculous shit, and it's like really like. How how do you know she's the toughest in the, the division? Who has she actually fought? Has she actually taken a beating, you know? And obviously she proved how tough she is because Rose gave her the beating of a lifetime. But at that point in time, it's like, how can you even say that? Like, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I've just, I've been going on a rampage on Twitter lately and just calling people out on their stupidity. Who else have you, have you called out? Um, oh, who was I? I can't even remember. There's been a few like snide comments here and there. Most of it's been over like just them hyping up ridiculous people. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like they just, they see the, the UFC hyping up certain fighters and they just run with it and they think that they can walk on water and they're like God's gift. And it's just like, it's just stupid. I mean, does it bother <laughs> you? Like when a girl like Paige or a guy like Sage Northcutt gets 40 and 40, gets $80,000, first fight and a guy like Aljamain Sterling gets 18 and 18 when he's beating two 10 get two top 10 guys this other guy beat a uh, I don't know a, a, a guy they must have found like a on like the way to the, the to the octagon and then some other yeah. guy like I mean does, does that does that bug you at all it bugs me a little bit I think that we all should be starting on that you know what they're getting um I think they deserve it I think we all deserve that kind of money um so, yeah, I think we should all be starting on 40-40, not, you know, 10 and 10 or 8 and 8, 10 and 10, and then building it up. Um, so I'm never going to complain about the UFC paying fighters good money because I think we all deserve the good money. Right. Um, it just, yeah, it just, it is a little bit annoying when we, we're not getting that kind of money and some of us really need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, do you have to have a part-time job? <clears throat> Um, I'm, I may have to start next year. Yeah. Cause I've just been off so long with the injury and, um, yeah, it's, it's been pretty hard. So I need to get in there and, and, well, if you need a place to stay, hopefully get a bonus. I, I have a, I have a two bedroom, two bathroom. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're, you. you're more than welcome. Bring the kids. I have a dog, two I cats. Say, I don't think. I don't think you're ready for my two kids. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you're probably right. Uh, but you, you never know, though. I, nothing like having... I was going to have you on my TV show. I have a TV show. We were going to go on a date. I told them about you. They were excited to see you. And then somebody takes fucking painkillers or whatever the hell you took. Uh, oh, fat burners. Yeah. Uh, fat burners. Fat burners. Burner. Yeah. And I was like, ugh. No, I'm it, telling you, um, I, I have uh, we we we, we I, I could have burned off those fat myself with uh with so we could have <laughs> could have done some fun stuff and your fat would have been gone. That's right, absolutely. So just so you know, I'm I'm feeling a little I'm uh, I got a little blue balls here, but it's okay. I, I I know it. I hear it. I'm not I'm not out of the race yet. <laughs> I've been snorting fat burners for years and they don't work at all. <laughs> Mine aren't working any better than yours. So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I might have to try that method. No. <laughs> now, are you dating anyone? Do you have a boyfriend? What's going on? I'm not. I'm just uh, focusing on training and my children. Nice. I'm right. too crazy to date. You, you don't understand the crazy, the level of my craziness. <laughs> what? How? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like I. I always say that I have a cold heart. I have no soul. <laughs> 
Ooh, I like it. I'm very I have I have walls and they're very hard to break down and I, I keep building them up when someone tries to break them down. Well, it's call, my defense mechanism. Well call me call me Wreck It Ralph because I am fucking I am breaking those fucking walls. Uh, he wrecks it all right. Now um what I was gonna say, now is it true that crazy girls are usually the best in my experience, the crazy girls are the best in bed because they just go ballistic on you. They use your 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 dick. They know what they want. You never know what you're gonna get. Sometimes you get that crazy eyes. They want to do a doggy, reverse doggy, cowgirl. <laughs> they 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 sit on your face and start choking you. Uh, is that how you are? <laughs> um, I don't know. I will have to. I have to. You know, leave leave something to the imagination. <laughs> nice. You ever punch a guy during sex? No, I haven't. Mm. Mm. Well, there's still that. No. <laughs> there's still that. Yeah. Adam, I think you're going to be the first. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be knocked out. Yeah. How, how was sex? I don't remember. I'm going to wake up. What round are we in? <laughs> what happened? Did I lose? Yeah. But no, but back, you know what, though? Honestly, you seem like such a sweetheart. Like when you say that you have a cold heart and you have walls, that doesn't seem like you. Like I, From what I know, you you're, you got a big smile. You laugh a lot. You giggle. What am, What am I missing here? <laughs> Um, I am a sweetheart, but I, because people get attached to me and then that's when I just shut them down. Ah, uh, so I, I see. I said she's going to have to start like a support group for people that start seeing me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I want to be in that group. And Jessica Penny is one of the coldest <laughs> chicks I know. So if she says you're fucked yeah. up, that's like, that's like Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> saying you have problems with people. I, I mean, seriously, that's crazy. Exactly. <laughs> that that's insane. Now, um, what was I had another thing so about this? What was I going to say? It was the the sex, the, the drugs. Did the, you want to ask her anything about fighting? Oh uh, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who do you want to fight next? Um, I really want to fight Joanne Calderwood. That I saw I was meant to fight before I got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I want to punch her in the face. I've wanted to punch her in the face for a long time, but obviously I'll fight anyone. But yeah, I'd really like to fight her. Okay, Joanne Calderwood, gotcha. Oh, yeah, your tattoo on your head, right? You got a tiger recently on your head, uh, yeah. w- which is, uh, it's pretty badass. It, it, was, it was good art. Are you done with the tattoos? Please don't get them on your face. Are, are, are you going to get anything on your face? I would never touch my face. Oh, good. Thank I don't God. think I've ever seen a tattoo on someone's face that I've gone, wow, that looks awesome. <laughs> right, I know. Okay. Because it, it, it does look cute, the tiger. You have hair that can cover it if, if, if like need yeah, be. But, uh, yeah. but all right. Now, uh, any, do you have any crazy piercings? Um, no, just the nose piercings. Oh, okay, Sorry. No, Sorry that, no, I don't like vagina piercings. <laughs> I don't. I, I met a girl one time that had three vagina rings. And I feel like I should hang a shower curtain there. <laughs> it, was, it was it was bad. Yeah, I don't know why you do that to yourself. Yeah, it was, nah. it was rough. Well, listen, Beck, uh, we got to get to Roxanne Modifier, who I'm sure their conversation is going to be exactly the same. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, you are amazing. Uh, you're, you're such a sweetheart. I'm such a fan of you and your work and everything. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Right. And we finally got there, even with the shitty connection. <laughs> even with the shitty connection. Don't worry. Uh, You're the best. Uh, but next time, we, next time I ask you on a date and you say yes, please don't diss me for fat burners. Okay. I won't. I'll try not to, okay? All right. Thank I'll you. I'll stay babe. away from the fat burners. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.
All right. How hot is she? She's so, very hot. So cute, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's crazy though. That crazy accent. Oh man. She's adorable. By, by the way, uh, Decipher. That interview is brought to you by Decipher. Uh, D I hyphen Cipher. Both parts of the interview. Like, all the parts of that interview. All of it. It's the lifestyle firm. <laughs> Look, everybody. Even the part with with Gay Jesus. Yes. That's also brought by Decipher. Yes. Maybe we should meet with them. No. Everybody needs a personal coach. Okay. I'm going to decipher. Uh, everyone needs a pilot coach. Everyone can benefit from an outside perspective. Call them today at 1-888-731-COACH. 1-888-731-2622. And they have a new audio book, Decipher Life. You can get it on iTunes, Audible, Amazon. Decipher Life, authored by Daniel Martinez, who went from an eighth grade education to getting his GED, becoming a military veteran, and eventually graduating from the University of Tennessee College of Law. He's a fucking badass. Also, American Icon Autographs. Thank you, Sean, for all your sponsoring. I love you, buddy. The best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. Signed collectibles from everybody. Fedor, Sakuraba, Rampage, Big Nog, Hoist Gracie. Check out their website. Check out, find out who they're signing next. Uh, who's signing next? AIASE.com. Also, tip a fighter. Fighters are underpaid. You heard Rowdy Beck. He's made it to get a job. That's bullshit. I don't want Rowdy Beck working. I don't want any of you guys working. I want my pro athletes working on being pro athletes. And we can help at tipafighter.com, at tipafighter. Check out their website. Check out who's with them. Tip those people. They work their asses off. Now we're going to call Roxanne Modifari, uh, who uh, is on one three out of four fights. Uh, she has her first uh, her first punch stoppage by uh, TKO, her last fight by punches. Um, and she's uh, probably the sweetest person I've ever met in my life. Wow. Uh, I look up to this girl in so many ways. Uh, I wish if I ever have a daughter, she's like Roxanne. Not uh, like Rowdy Beck? Uh I want a wife like Roddy Beck. Uh, <laughs> you, want, you want to be with Beck and then have a girl that turns yes. out like Roxanne. Hi, this is Roxanne. Can hey, you hear me? Roxanne, we can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. All right. So we have the amazing, talented, wonderful, special Roxanne Modafari. How are you? Oh, you're so kind. I'm fantastic today. Uh, yeah, I love hearing that. Uh, she's such a sweetheart. Now, I had the pleasure of when I was doing the text from last fight, they sent me every single ultimate fighter uh the whole season when she was on it, it was 18 right and yes, that's correct and i really thought by the end of it that roxanne modifer was an alien from outer space because <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen a more kind and gentle yet badass human being i was like holy shit this is i thought it was an act like you meet sometimes and you're like man this has got to be this can't be a real person how did you become such a sweetheart roxanne um, well, that's a good question. My mama raised me and my papa were awesome, I guess. Nice. I don't know. <laughs> are they are they still together? Or maybe I'm an alien. Maybe nice. I'm an alien. Are are your parents still together? Uh no, they got divorced. Oh. Well they did a good job raising you. Uh, now I know you're a big Star Wars fan. Uh, you've 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 come into a lot of uh, a lot of fights with lightsabers, dressed up as characters. Did you see Star Wars? I did. I saw it yesterday. And what did you think? I liked it a lot. I thought it was great. Uh, did you love it or just liked it? Um, hmm. There's your answer. Yeah, <laughs> I said <laughs> I say I loved it. Um, I was still. I think I have to watch it again. There were still some parts I was sketchy about. Plus, they left it open for like mystery and stuff in, in the you know in the future. So I want to know what happens. So I'm like, ah, 
So now, yeah. are you one of these people that knows everything about Star Wars, where you know exactly what every character is doing? Well, I read like twenty books when I was in high school and college, but the movies don't follow. They don't you know? Yeah, take they don't follow the books. The books. You read so twenty Star Wars for, books. There were so many books I collected them. So I was waiting for Han Solo to be like Jason because I think in the series his son's name was Jason, but he's like blah blah, blah something else. Hope I didn't spoil it. But no, no. Anyway, th- so th- did that bother you that they were kind of off? Um. Mm, I don't know. Slightly. I think a little bit because I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like it did. It books. sounds like it bothered you. You're, I think you're being nice. I think you were kind of annoyed that, that they were kind yeah. of went off, right? Yeah, a little bit. But I mean, it would have been hard to take into account all the books, but whatever. Nice. Oh. I thought they did a good job. Nice. Now, I thought so too. I thought it was at least, I thought it was at least a really fun, great movie. Considering how bad yeah, those prequels were. Yeah, honestly, I I saw the one with Jar Jar Binks, and I and I didn't see any other ones. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not going back after seeing Jar Jar Binks." Way better than those. Yeah, good because I, I I didn't I didn't see him. I honestly was like, "Fuck! I'm not." You know, and you don't need to. All right. So uh, now, Roxy, let's talk about your fighting. You were on a six fight losing streak. Uh, then you went well, to the technically five. Okay, sorry, five fight losing streak. You, you get on the Ultimate Fighter. You, you got your last fight was brutal. Uh, it was against Raquel Pennington. I was like, man, they got to stop this fight. You were so damn tough, and I, and you're you're a girl that like I was thinking. You know, look, Roxy's a pioneer. She's beaten all these great fighters back in the day. Maybe she just can't really hang with this new crop of athlete. And you proved me wrong. I, I never actually said it out loud. I said it to myself. You've won three out of uh-huh. four fights. You've you're looking like a fucking world beater. Uh, you're killing it. How does that feel and how did that happen? It feels fantastic, you know, and I was actually thinking the same thing. Like when I was, after I fought Raquel, I thought, man, like, am I really able to, you know, what happened to me? Am I really able to hang? And I, I know I got surpassed when I was in Japan. So then I decided after, you know, the ultimate fire to move to America and to continue my training and at syndicate. And I found syndicate and John Wood and I've been training with him like private lessons twice a week and more. And just the team is awesome. And I feel like thanks to John and Syndicate, I really upped my game. And now I really feel like I've leveled up so much that I can hang with everybody. And I am beating, you know, up and, you know, strong young fighters. And it's really cool. It's like, man, now, now I can like make a run to the belt. You know, maybe I can get back in the UFC, you know, get the Invicta belt. Just, I've, I'm so excited. You know, I have all these new goals. Man, my body was killing me so much in, in Japan. I thought like, Nothing could help, but I have new treatment, you know, in America, the chiropractors, and I felt so awesome in my last fight. I just, I won by TKO. It was my first TKO victory. It well, was my second one, but. Yeah, no, it, it, was, was it, it was awesome. And I, you know what I've noticed is that you're now like becoming like you're, you're becoming an athlete. Like you were always an athlete. But you're very athletic now. Like I didn't. I was never an athlete. I didn't want to say it. I don't want to say it. But okay, but I'll say it. <laughs> but yeah, it seemed like before you were this girl who's who's amazing at jujitsu, who was like surpassed everyone. But now you're like out maneuvering these people, and it's. I'm like, is it is it just the training? You think it's like the John Wood? Is that is that what it is really? It is, yeah. Well, it's it's great. I mean, it's it's awesome to see. I, I was like, because I've always been a fan of yours, and I was like, uh, holy shit. So, uh, who do you want to fight next? Um. Well, I want to rematch some people I lost against. So, Barb Honchak, 
and uh, Hashi Takayo, um, Rosie Sexton, but she retired, I think. But um, pretty much whoever Invicta has me fight, I'll fight. And I know Barb has the belt, so hopefully, you know, kill two birds with one stone, beat her, and then get the belt. That'd be awesome. Nice. Now, uh, do you think they're ever going to have a 125 in the UFC? I do. Uh, it's just a matter of when, you know, so I'm just hoping that I'll, I'll still be around <laughs> at that time, you know. Gotcha. Now, how did your uh, how did your book do, by the way, The Happy Warrior? Uh, Memoirs of the Happy Warrior is doing pretty well. Um, you know, I'm I'm selling slightly regularly. Uh, it's on Amazon. It's also on Create Space. If you buy directly from them, I get more profit. So I post about it on Twitter now and then. So buy my book. It's awesome. Now, last time you were on the show, I asked you if you were dating. You said you weren't dating. You said guys sometimes are intimidated to come up to you and ask you out. Has that changed? Any new boyfriends? Tell us about that. Um, no, boyfriends. I just, I'm focusing on other things and nothing's happened. You know, I'm open-minded, but nothing's happened so far. Okay, so, so if a guy likes you, what's the best way to approach Roxy for a date? Um, probably say, hey, you want to go see some fights or <laughs> you want to get lunch or you want to get ice cream. You know, nothing super aggressive, just... Let's hang out, you know, because... Yeah. Nice. All right. Are you on Tinder or Bumble? Bumble? <laughs> I don't know what that is, so no. <laughs> I guess not. All right. But Tinder? No. All right. All right. Now, what kind Instagram? of... Instagram? Uh, Instagram. You're on Instagram. Now, what kind of guys do you go for? Mm, confident, but not overconfident. Hmm. And mentally strong. We're fucked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about overly confident for no good reason? <laughs> well, we'll see. You know, it depends. I suppose on the person. I love this guy. She's the sweetest. She's the sweetest. I, w- I was telling him uh, during the break. I said I would want to have a daughter like you. I, I, uh, I, I honestly, I think you're such a sweet, uh, a sweet girl, and but you're a fighter too. And, but do you feel like a lot of times, like you like a guy and he puts you in the friend zone? Um, I don't know. I feel comfortable in the friend zone myself, uh, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she's so, just she's just goes with the flow. She's yeah, yeah, just a sweet girl, a sweet girl. Yeah, nice girl. Yeah. You ever, yeah. Uh, you ever he, take any fat burners? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking to Rowdy Beck, and I asked Rowdy Beck on a date. She said okay, and she took two fat burners and fell asleep. So that was the end of the date. So that's what, that's why he said that. Now, um, oh, okay, yeah. Now, what what were your thoughts on? Uh, I know that Ronda Rousey uh, was not your Misha was your coach during the Ultimate Fighter, mm-hmm. right? Uh, what were your mm-hmm. thoughts on Rousey versus Holly Holm? Uh, I thought it was a, a great fight. Um, Holly, you know, had a, a great game plan. The only game plan that I was wondering why other people didn't do that game plan. You know, whenever they fought her. Um, but Holly had like the special skills to execute it, like her footwork and her maneuverability and just, um, she did what she had to do and she did it well. And, you know, Rhonda is still an awesome fighter, you know, she'll probably beat most people, but, um, just, you know, I, I hate when it just, it annoyed me that a lot of people who were previously for Rhonda, like turned on her and saying like, Oh, well, she wasn't really that great, whatever. Just, I don't know. I just wish that people would respect it more. But, you know, Holly's an awesome fighter. That was a great fight. Who wins the rematch? I don't know. I think either have a chance. 
Oh, well, thanks. All right. Uh, uh, who wins? Who, uh, who wins? Carlos Condit or Robbie Lawler? Um. Well, I'm a big Robbie fan, so I, I hope he wins. Hmm. Okay. Uh, what about uh, Dominic Cruz, TJ Dillashaw? Who wins that fight? Mm, I'm not sure. <laughs> Sorry, TJ. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Roxanne, hey, this is Tyler. You had uh, you, you had mentioned it. Thanks, Tyler. Great question. All so, right, so I was just <laughs> go on, go on. Uh, I was just asking. Uh, I wanted to ask you, you. You mentioned a couple of goals. One of which was getting the Invicta belt. One of which is possibly getting back in the UFC. At this point, which would be more exciting for you? Uh, getting making the jump back to the UFC or getting that Invicta belt? Both. Yeah, but you. Yeah, but, but you the fight at one. Most diplomatic. But you person. fight at one twenty-five. I mean, why would you want? I mean, that doesn't thirty-five is isn't your weight class. So right. I mean, that's is, aren't those two girls too big for you? Well, I don't know. I mean, I can't very well start talking about pitching organizations from signed to one, so I'm going to take the fist on that one. Right. Now, it seems like uh, your gym, by the way, is so funny. And it's so funny how you fit in that gym. If people don't know, the Syndicate Gym, <laughs> it's okay. So you got John Wood, who was dating, uh, dated almost every girl in LA, uh, in Vegas, but... <laughs> He also was dating Jenna Jameson, nice. and they were on couples therapy together, right? Okay. Because right. his ex is now dating Tito, and Tito's ex is Jenna Jameson. So they just swapped, right? Oh. So he he helped, <laughs> So he, he runs the gym. Then we have Mike Pyle, who right. uh, he's one of the head guys who's like, you couldn't be more he's of hilarious. a fucking character than Mike Pyle. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, funny. the mullet. He's so funny. So funny. Then you have- Mike Pyle scares the hell out of me. Like, he comes up behind me and goes, Rah! And he like pokes me, and I jump and I scream like I'm so easy to startle. He startles me all the time. I want to punch him in the face. He's out of his mind. <laughs> and then you have Vinny Magalish, who uh, is like a 19th degree fucking black belt. Uh, the guy's one of those <laughs> world's fucking beater. Uh, who I, I took his class and I rolled with him. Thinking, oh, this guy's gonna go easy. He fucking submitted me 37 times in three seconds. <laughs> Biggest fucking asshole, but he was. But he did it with a big yeah. smile on his face. G- great guy. So he's running the jujitsu. This, and then you have Roxy, who is like the sweetest girl ever. Who's like, hey, whatever. These guys are all savages. And then you have this sweet olive oil looking I, chick. Uh, I run the kids class. You run the Tom kids. Lawler. Don't forget Tom Lawler. Oh, and Tom Lawler. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What a gym. <laughs> wrestling class oh, yeah I know what a gym it's a great gym but Jesus now uh, did you, now what's <laughs> up with uh, recently Vinny posted there was a fake black belt that left your gym oh man so so basically what I, what I understand is a guy was a blue belt at Syndicate and he went yeah. over to Vanderlei's gym and he says he's a black belt and uh, which is like in jujitsu, you don't do that. You just yeah. don't do that. It's like an open micro saying I'm a headliner. Yeah. But that even it's, it's they even, do that all the time. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's even worse than that though. You know, it's like saying, oh, I was on Leno or I was on this. I was on, and you've never been on it. So this guy goes around and saying he's a black belt, and now Vinny writes this whole long thing saying the guy is a complete fraud. What's your? T- I know that was your gym. What's your take on it? So I know the guy Steve. He's he's a nice guy. I rolled with him. I like training with him. Um, I remember that he did come in one day with a purple belt and he said, I forget, his old teacher gave it to him and our coaches are like, BS, you take that purple belt right off. He's like, well, my other coach gave it to me. But so he put the blue belt back on. But I didn't know, actually, I haven't heard him go to Vanderlei's. I just, that's what Vinny said. So I'm just taking his word for it. Um, but I mean, people would know immediately rolling with you if you're a black belt or not. But 
I was really surprised that Vinny posted that. I felt really bad. I like I like the guy. Oh come on, you weren't that surprised. Vinny Vinny speaks his mind. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, oh, no, he... I was, well, I was surprised that um, that that happened. If it's true. Yeah. But and, yeah, it was, it was funny though. Um, so what 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 belt are you? I am purple belt. You're a purple, but you're a black belt in judo, right? I'm a black belt in MMA. (laughs) 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 Only purple belt in jiu-jitsu. You are a pioneer. You've been fighting since 2003. Uh, And now, are you a star in Japan? Like, when you go to Japan, do people come up to you on the street and be like, oh, you're Roxanne Modifari? Man, the female fighters do not get as much press as the male fighters. It's like its own little category. So, you know, even though I fought a lot in Japan, like, only the... It's like a niche. Only yeah. like the Japanese, the female fighter fans know who I am. So I only got stopped like when I went to a, a, a Smack Girl and Jules event. Nobody ever stopped me. Except um, <laughs> last year when I was translating for the UFC in Japan. Yeah. I was in the hotel and then the fans there knew who I was. So they asked me for autographs. I was really excited about how, that. How fluent is your Japanese? It's pretty good. Um, I wouldn't be able to like translate for the UN, but just daily conversations, I'm fine. That's pretty badass. That's amazing. Oh, you want to hear something cool? Sure. I was at the UFC in Japan, and um, somebody called to me in the stands, like, "Oh, Roxanne!" And I thought, "Oh, it's a fan." They were my Japanese voice actors for when they translated Tuff into Japanese. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. That's I got to funny. meet the girl who did my voice and the guy who did the Dana White's voice in Japanese. It was so cool. No way. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, I remember last time you were trying to get to Comic-Con. You were doing like a Kickstarter campaign. Did you ever get to Comic-Con? Uh, no, I, I did the Naruto video to like, I'm I'm the biggest fan of this anime, and but I didn't get chosen. Some oh, other guy did. That is some bullshit. But, what's your next intro? Go- what's your next intro going to be? Um, I was thinking maybe the Power Rangers, but then the Mortal Kombat thing worked so well that I'm thinking about doing Melina from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> that was so funny seeing you and John. And by the way, thank <laughs> you. By the way, thanks for coming to my comedy show. I sometimes I worry, like, because my show is so crude. And I'm talking about all this sex stuff. And then I look at you in the crowd and you're laughing at the same time. I'm like, does she like think that I'm the biggest perv in the world? Uh, uh, and then you come up to the answer. You're like, man, you're so funny. Uh, are you actually enjoying the show or are you judging going, thank God I'm not like this? To be totally honest with you, I don't understand like 50% of your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> So I see my buddies laughing. Like last time, I think Heather was there, and she's laughing, and I'm kind of giggling a little bit because everyone else is laughing, and she's laughing because she knows that I don't get it. <laughs> uh, but, but the other stuff I can is funny. It's funny. Oh, thank you. I, I, I don't get half your jokes. You're my. You're 33. You should be getting my jokes, Roxanne. Okay. Sorry, it's just me. It's okay. Everyone it's a, at the gym teases me too. It's adorable. Like. It's a, it's. So what does that mean? They're like just a sexual thing. I'll tell you later. I, I think you're your I, mother. <laughs> I think you're a lizard person. I really do. I think you're one of the lizard people. You know, they say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a lizard person. Well, listen, Roxanne, it was such an honor having you on. Keep up the good work. Are you going to be at the Invicta fight January 16th? Uh, I will not be at that fight. Uh, I might be fighting in March, though. Okay, well, if you're fighting in March, I will be there. And thank you for all you do. Keep up the great work. Cool. Thanks so much for having me. This was fun. My pleasure.
That was Roxanne Modafari. <laughs> Very but, different. In bit, a, of a, <laughs> bit of a change of gears from yeah, Rowdy Back. And that's mostly on you. Like, you didn't even, like, the other one was just all. I don't want to make her But they're very different people. And I yeah, get it. Yeah, you yeah. get it. They get it. You know, it was just funny. It was just, <laughs> like, you really just went right to the fighting. You know, you're like, so tell me about. You know, well, what am I going to ask her? I, I mean, if I, if I said, Roxanne, have you ever blew somebody? She would feel very uncomfortable. No, I and get then it. it would you're be a professional. Like, it would be, it. you know, I, I, it might be funny. It was just funny that it was just so different. I, I like to, you know, I, I like to make, I like to laugh with people versus laughing at them. You yeah, know, that's the difference between you and I. You like to laugh. I like to laugh at people too, but not when they agree to come on the show. And be, <laughs> yeah. He made, he made, he made appropriate adjustments. Appropriate. You got to read the crowd. You got to read the. Yeah, yeah. So someone said a good comic is like being a good point guard. It's Rich Voss said. You, you, you can't just have one move. You got to know who's no, who's true. who's playing you. You got to be able to go different ways. You got to be able to read the crowd, and that's. Uh, uh, as Rich Voss said that. Yeah, Rich Voss. <laughs> yeah, one of those. He's got so much change up in his <laughs> yeah, 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 he's one of those kind no of No ta- two shows are alike. Real <laughs> snowflake, that guy. Nah. Well, no, if you listen to the quote he said, he said, you gotta be, yeah, not you me. you do, not me. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. doing the same thing every time. Dude, he used to walk so many people, but I love it. I, I love Rich Voss. Rich Voss is one of my I favorites. I do too, no, I'm just messing He's up. honestly, him, people always Rich. say, who are your favorite comics? Uh, one of, some of my favorite comics are Jim Norton and Rich Voss. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, I want to thank Decipher. It's a lifestyle firm designed to help you reach your full potential through personal coaching. Call them, 1-888-731-COACH, 1-888-731-2622. And uh, fighters, you, you too, call them up. Learn how to pull the trigger. Get rid of octagon jitters. And they have a new book out, an online audio book. Uh, you, you could get it at iTunes. Audible on Amazon. It's called Decipher Life. And uh, after you get the audiobook, if you want further help, and after you get the audiobook, if you want further help, book Decipher long term and use the code ROASTED for 10% off all services. Again, Decipher, D I hyphen cipher, use the code ROASTED. Also, American Icon Autographs, the best autographs in the world for sports. They have stuff from the UFC, WWE. NFL, baseball, everything. Check them out. AIASE.com. The guy's name is Sean. Could not be a better person. Also, tip a fighter. Go to tipafighter.com. Let's get these fighters paid more. Fighters, want to make more money? You're in the octagon anyway. You're in the cage anyway. Get paid more. Some fans might hook you up with 10 grand, 20 grand, 50 grand. You never know. So go to tipafighter.com. Also, guys, if you want to book me, I will do personal parties. Uh, book me for your uh, your party, uh, bachelor parties, weddings. bachelorette parties, weddings. I'll do your personal house party, graduation, whatever you need. Contact me at hunterthecomic at AOL.com or <laughs> adamhuntercomedy at Gmail. Adamhuntercomedy at Gmail or hunterthecomic at AOL.com. We'll talk about pricing and everything else. But you can book me direct at your party. Or you can book all three of us. Or you can book all three of us. Have the whole MMA, MMA roasted, roasted crew. crew come out. Yes, book all three of us. Uh, and I will be in Lansing, Michigan, New Year's Eve, uh, as well as Thursday, Friday, Saturday of next week at Trippers Comedy Club. Lansing, Michigan, Trippers Comedy Club. 
Greg, where are you going to be? Uh, this week I'll be at the El Paso Comic Strip Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday. Obviously not Thursday and Friday because I'm a Christian, you heathens. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, uh, New Year's will be at the Underground in Seattle. Come see me up there. And then I'll be at the Stratosphere uh, for the L.A. Comedy Club January 4th through 10th. Yes, and you? Awesome. I uh, New Year's Eve through January 2nd, I'm at Joker's Comedy Club in Richland, Washington. January 7th through 10th, I'm at Harvey's Comedy Club in Portland, Oregon. And nice. then the next week, I'm at Liquid Laughs in Boise. Nice. So, busy, busy. Well, thank you guys so much. Thanks for all the kind comments. Thank you, Rowdy Beck. Thank you, Roxanne. Take care. Have a great week. <laughs> 